just imagine if you had 30% population of ENTP, INTP who just hate reality. <laughs> and they're just just as depressed and like trying to make a fire, <laughs> trying to make a fire, but actually make yeah, light, just, we can make a lighter for a bomb <laughs> explodes. Hundreds of Jordan Peterson will tell you to slay the dragon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man, we, we gotta kill those mammoths. They're really, they're really uh, getting on my nerves, man. Yeah, but not me because because they're just made of fire. You know? I, I'm here to give you emotional support. Well, you're way more conscientious than I am. So th- therefore, you know, I'm high in openness if i see a mammoth or a saber tooth i'm gonna break down crying man (laughs) sorry (laughs) bonjour bitches welcome to a new episode of croissant hours i'm your host and i'm here today joined with that official once again my lovely friend uh so how are you doing uh, today nat Hi guys, um, I'm doing fine. Thank you for inviting me again. Mm-hmm. You're you're still wanted, man. You're <laughs> yeah. No, at least I, I get there for the appointments. Uh huh. Recently, sorry. I, I'm always in time. Yeah, I say I, I'm coming. <laughs> well, I can't, we can't go into that yet. <laughs> but um. Yeah, well, is, is there anything actually you want to get into first? Because I, I mean, I have some ideas um, what you could talk about. Uh, just just go first. Uh, talk about All right. Later. So, uh, yeah, well, I was at a party recently of a ENFP mm-hmm. girlfriend. Like, you know, she's a girl, but she's my friend, not my girlfriend. Um, and... Uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty fun in, in, in the sense mm-hmm. that I wasn't really looking to socialize at all. Um, but, but, but you know that thing that that Chase talked about where, you know, NJs just have to show up and then automatically ENPs just uh, go to him like a fly to a zapper. Um, <laughs> that's that fucking that's true because it literally happened. It was so funny. It was so funny to me because I was I was just chilling, been chilling, you know, uh, I wasn't I was literally the, the thing I, I was not, uh, you know, usually I, I made that switch where I can I, I try to socialize more. Um, and I look it up more, but that night I, I, I was just there for my friends and I was waiting for another ENFP friend. I gotta love, I gotta love that. I have like so many ENFP friends <laughs> should get more maybe. Um, but I, w- I was just waiting for that friend and I was there for, uh, you know, uh, her birthday basically that, that was the reason. But, um, I was just standing there all like, you know, INTJ Mysterioso guy just sitting, just standing there with my, uh, you know, sexy ass, and uh, then, then this uh, this old fucking uh, this this friend from high school. I, okay, you know those type of friends where you're friends with in like big quotation marks. Like this, maybe this is my ETP shadow speaking, but like I'm pretending I really like him, and I'm well, not really like him, but like we're friends, and he, and he thinks we're pretty good friends. But I I don't I don't like him at all. Like I want to get him, I want him out of my life asap. Um, <laughs> So, um, wait, let me see. Yeah. So, uh, at, at some point this, this fucking, uh, this, this girl walks off to me and is like, um, oh, uh, Hey, why you're standing here all lonely? And I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable where I'm at, why I'm at, why I'm at a uh, girl. And, um, she was like, oh, okay. And, um, she started, uh, you know, initiating with me and I'm like, okay, cool. This is, you know, just, just been chilling. I was just waiting. 
and uh, not paying really paying attention to her. Um, but she kept initiating and stuff. And uh, then at a certain point, she said, "Like, well, she said, oh, uh, well, I, I guess you don't like parties then." And I'm like, "Well, you know, usually I, I'm, I'm I can socialize, uh, I, I can socialize." better than this or i'm actually looking to socialize but you know um give it a circumstance i don't, and i'm not really in that for now uh uh so what did i say oh yeah uh so oh yes you said like oh so i i, I take you don't uh want to talk to me right now right because you know you, you, i guess i'm annoying or something and i was like <laughs> Uh, well, if you want to keep talking to me, that's fine. I don't, I don't necessarily, you know, I don't, I don't hate you or I don't find you annoying. She's like, well, that's a very PC answer. And I said, girl, like I'm the farthest thing away from PC. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, then she, then she was like engaged, right? Cause it's like, oh, oh really? Like, how are you weird, bro? Um, no, she didn't say that, but it was basically what she was thinking, right? So she started asking me about... Uh, basically controversial opinions I had which is kind of funny because you know <laughs> every fucking woman that that like I would say essie woman right that I've talked to or very affiliative women um t- tell me like oh uh, croissant the way you talk and the way you talk about women that's never gonna attract anyone to you right and I'm like uh, well bad motherfucker like <laughs> Maybe I want to attract you, but I don't want to attract you because you're fucking annoying. Um, so anyway, uh, the first question, she, yes. So the first um, question she asked me was like, "Oh, what's your opinion on immigration?" Right? I'm like, "Well, right off the bat, you're getting in controversial waters, right?" So I gave my opinion or whatever. Um, as you got like the more and more, I t- so you know, on the first date, you don't talk about free things, and it's like you know, sex, religion, and uh, what's the last one, politics. Uh, I talked about all three, and she was like really into me. <laughs> so that disproves that rule, I guess. <laughs> yeah, of course, it's not the same context. Yeah, uh, well, sure, of course, it wasn't a date. I mean, technically, it would have been a date because a date is just a, you know, when two people interact and have a conversation and do something. So um, at least that's, that's my definition of a date. Um, but yeah. I think it's it's really interesting to have these kind of topics when you first meet someone because you you know that at some point you, you won't agree on something, but you want to know how this person is going to react to you having a different opinion. Because mm-hmm. I, I was once with an INFJ who just couldn't stand that I had a different opinion than her, whereas I didn't really have an opinion on anything. I was like, yeah, there's another way to look at it, and she just didn't want to. I'm going to so, murder you. <laughs> Are you against Europe? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, so I gave my opinion about, you know, about some Red Bull stuff and some, some, uh, younger sexuality stuff. And, uh, luckily she didn't get pissed off. Um, which is nice, right? Because she was, because, well, mm. I, I, I typed her as an ENFP, probably, because, uh. and I literally, literally went through the typing. Um, um, so so you, you, you agree with me both for a red sister who wants uh, no more immigration? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. No, um, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> so I, yeah, I, I was talking about, you know, uh, feminine roles and masculine roles and, 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 and kitchen and the kitchen, you know, <laughs> 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 how, um, 
and and I talked about religion, which you really liked. I noticed, like most of the time, if you bring up religion, you're you're in fucking you're in hot waters, bro. You're you're or deep water. I don't know, one of the two. Um, <laughs> she she, but she was really into it. How. I was yeah. basically saying that, yeah, I, I'm... Just I'm, keep in mind that it's kind of a feminine version of Jordan Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, man. Talk about God or Nietzsche or Jung. <laughs> no, I, I said ENFP, by the way, not ENTP. If it was an ENTP, that, oh, okay. would, that would have been a different uh, conversation, probably. Um, <laughs> probably. Yeah, if it was a convinced ENTP, they would probably be like, oh, how do you mean? Like, I'm, I'm a full convinced Christian. How dare you? Like, shit like that. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> sorry, to, uh, sorry to talk like Chase. Um, <laughs> So, um, yeah, um, yeah, and she was like, uh, really digging it. And, uh, but I, I, I the funny thing was, and I noticed it, um, uh, over time, I noticed this more like the, the less I give a shit about, you know, actually like being a full on SES operational and I, and I just go with the flow, um, the more, uh, sure, it's like every fucking red pill and pickup R3 book says this almost, um, that you know, the less I give a shit, and the more I'm just natural, um, the more I actually attract just the, the women I want, right? I mean, I didn't want her. That's the thing. I, I just mean typology wise, right? Because uh, she was like, uh, yeah, she was kind of fat, I think. And um, I, I don't want to sound mean, but like, I sorry, I just don't dig fat <laughs> chicks. I don't f dig fat chicks. Like, uh, sorry, like I, I didn't got a IMC, but I think she was a bit overweight. <laughs> I don't care. She's fat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's just what you are, um, uh, and, and I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to be mean about it, right? But I, uh, I'm just not attracted to that. So I was just like, oh, you're just this nice girl who's being open-minded with me. But then I like almost like in an INTP SE trickster moment. I, I like an hour into the conversation, I noticed wait a minute she's like really close to me like she's like rubbing against me and shit and like all practically hugging me, right? And I'm like. Um, like can you i'm just trying to have a conversation here i'm not trying to hit on you but like she was <laughs> i noticed how i basically I, I was standing against this wall and at first i was in the middle of this wall and at the end of the conversation i was basically standing on the edge of of the, the end of the wall and i'm like uh okay uh, <laughs> so anyway uh, that was pretty fun to experience because i was um well first it gave me the ego boost right because i noticed this one woman was really into me uh but second um uh, it was just a fun conversation, right? And uh, I, 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 I mean, I think, yeah, in, intuitives generally, maybe, mm, is there an exception? Maybe exception of the ENTJ and ENFJ. Uh, they really are looking for those, you know, uh, uh, real face-to-face -face moments, you know, where especially ENFPs and ENTPs, where they just want to mask off and then just talk to a real person instead of this, you know, bullshit. Um, and I would say to some degree in my personal experience also with me i like to have a, a real one-to-one -one with somebody where i'm not just uh yeah i'm not paranoid about what i'm gonna say or if i'm performing well you know that kind of bullshit uh, i'm just i'm just doing my thing and um there's a person yeah you're, you're, who you're, you, you're talking to and that's why they think that you're eating on them where you're just having an interesting discussion right now yeah, right. Like, uh, not was, that you're very yeah, that, that one uh, probably ISFJ guy. He was like, "Oh, you're you're flirting with that uh, with that ENFP girl." I'm like, "No, I'm not. I'm just having a conversation." But apparently, like, she's really into me. Just me fucking talking. Like, I'm literally, I was talking to her. Like, I'm almost talking to you right now. Like, I'm talking to you right now. So I'm I'm hitting on you, bro. No. Um, <laughs> so, um, 
Yeah, I was just talking like I was having a normal conversation. Sure, I was, I was, uh, um, I was joking about, but I, I was, but I'm kind of more ESP focused right now. But I wasn't trying anything, right? I was just, again, I was just waiting. Mm-hmm. I, you know, the, the, the thing I know, I noticed the most in retrospect, I didn't even fucking look at her. Like I didn't get, even make eye contact. <laughs> like, <laughs> Usually I don't do that, right? I'm pretty good at making eye contact, but uh, in that moment I was just like, I, I don't, I don't care. Like you're, you're, you're just in my way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I, I shouldn't talk about her like that. She, she was nice. Anyway, uh, that's enough about that. Um, I thought it was a nice experience. That's that's uh, how I would uh, summarize it. Um, but I, I can segue to another topic, um, which is. Um, yeah, my my I talked about you a little earlier, but like I'm kind of uh, I kind of want to focus more on uh, interactive with. Have I talked about this before? Um, about uh, or I want to interact more with starter types generally, and especially ESFJs, because I, according to the the Chris Chris Jesus, um, it's uh, they put you in your ego like your bronze pair, and it would kind of be nice if I can go into my ego uh, some more, right? Because I'm basically my whole life I can't be. In my ego um well not my whole life but since since uh, a certain age uh I, I haven't been able to be comfortably in my ego you know what i mean I, I mean a lot of people have this um but now i'm just like fuck it uh i want some more i want to be sjs just some some normal people and i've i've sh- I, I was planning to make like certain sj videos where i was gonna mock them or you know make fun of them and shit like that but now i'm like well you know you guys don't really deserve it in that in that regard in, in terms of you don't deserve to get mocked for just being a person right I mean, that's kind of what i have so i will be hypocritical in that regard um not to say that you can't be criticized you know i have my critiques with the ease of jays and eyes of jays and etc um but yeah i uh, i i'm kind of looking for the more because uh, especially in the east of, uh, or in the cj server uh there are not a lot of eyes of jays and ease of jays there like there and uh, yeah i mean ecjs yeah just sjs in general aren't really yeah I, i'm wondering what you you think about uh i could say smjs but um about crusaders in general because uh recently i had a kind of argument with my girlfriend and at some point she she was like because she, she was always thinking that uh, i'm being uh condescending toward her because i tried to help her and she was like who, who told you that you should help me like who gave you the oh. right to do that because i naturally want to help everyone and of course especially true, my, true, true. my girlfriend but what an ntj thinks about crusaders trying to help everyone like that um Okay, personally, uh, I really like it, right? Um, but it depends on the person, kinda. Um, so if the person is very informed about something, and I can tell, well, you know, my TI t- uh, critic kind of sniffs that out if somebody actually knows of their, what they're talking about. I guess they'll be wrong, but that's just my hunch, right? My uh, value statement of that person. So if a person genuinely is helping me, like I'm struggling with something, right? I don't know how to fucking, uh, how to start a business. I don't know how to start this. I don't know how to just begin with anything in this regard or figure this out. And you just, you just fucking out of, you just initiate and you're like, uh, okay, here's what you can do, or this is what I should do, or you should do, or shit like that, right? I don't know the exact statements per, per se, but you know, just saying like, oh, here are your options. That's really handy. I really love that when uh, ETPs do that. It's like one of my favorite 
things. Uh, but I also know that for some people, that's uh, uncalled for advice, right? Like you're struggling with something and you're just like FIing it out in, in, in the sense of you're, you just want to be listened to. No, 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 yeah, you want to be heard, right? So you're just complaining. And then you as a pragmatic are like giving all these options like, oh, uh, maybe you should try this. And then some... I would say some wayfarers can respond with, "Well, uh, I didn't ask for your advice, or you know, you're 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 just helping me for uh, you're just giving unsolicited advice, or you're just helping me out of where I'm, I'm not asking you." Um, some people can find it, um, yeah, find that overwhelming or annoying or shit. But I, I think it's a kind of unthankful. Even uh, it can be. I know it can be annoying because sometimes TI users get so high and mighty about their you know what they know or whatever like oh i'm just smart I'm, I'm so smart because i have ti shut the fuck up like shut the fuck up <laughs> sorry i don't want to sound too rough there but i get really annoyed when ti users are just really arrogant right like fi users i can to me to yeah. me it's just the critic like it's it's a shadow reaction you're not supposed to be in this different mechanism when you're in your ego like if i know what i know i don't have to impose that upon you mm -hmm. i just have my own opinion and maybe you won't make me change my mind but i'm not going to be right. mean or, or anything about you because i don't care yeah so for the most part, I like it. That's my personal opinion, right? Um, personal opinion, I mean. It's always yeah. personal. It doesn't matter. Um, but uh, for, I can see sometimes how that can be annoying, even for me. Um, and considering Crusader, I mean, I have some other mm -hmm. Crusader criticisms, I suppose. Um, one of them is I, I sometimes get annoyed by their overly sacrificial behavior right like hating life and everything is sacrifice and everything is suffering i'm like I, I i like that christian messaging there that subtle christian messaging uh, jordan peterson but um i don't <sighs> sometimes they just can't look at, at at positive things in life i feel like you know what i mean either too they're too indulgent in it you know what i mean like they're just binge eating or whatever the fuck or they're like i, I must die for my country because that's my only purpose and it's like bro <laughs> You see, it's really our first, you know, when we have the right to be selfish. So it will take a lot of it because before we, we think, oh yeah, I had enough of this, or I shouldn't tell this person. And we kind of have to force this behavior because we made a belief yeah. that uh, we should act this way in this situation. So before I didn't think about, you know, giving money to poor people I, I see in the streets. And after some time I, I thought about how often I do it a bit like Chase. <laughs> Going straight, straight through because of that and I thought to myself, I shouldn't do this this uh, that way because I don't have the resources to do that myself. And so if I, if I can really help someone, like, why not? But I shouldn't fall to this kind of uh, sentimental uh, uh, trap that, that I fell into too often. And same for relation, relationships, where I just uh, start relationships with people to help them out. And they mm -hmm. see me as a kind of a white knight who will mm -hmm. save them from their misery. But I'm not this person. I'm nothing, and I can't help them. If I do it, they will start to become uh, addict to me. Yeah. And, and 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 it's really crazy what people can do when, when you're their drug. Yeah. 
You're almost describing your obsessive NJs being like obsessively in love with you or something, right? Not only, there's a lot of types, like even. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of times you can be like that because you just gave them an end mm -hmm. and you're nice and you listen to them and so then you, you have to live with them because they can't live without you. Mm -hmm. And it didn't help anyone when right. I, I do that because actions have consequences and mm -hmm. even if I have the best hopes and I want to help and I, I see the best outcome, it didn't go as planned because I didn't see how twist people can be and what they can do to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I was I was thinking about that idea that, um, you know, they always talk about SIUs and how they're always loyal. Uh, I have to, I'm not going to go into that necessarily, but um, on the other side of that, they always talk about, oh, NJs, like, oh, they're, they're the most uh, disloyal of all the types. But then I think, motherfucker, the, the people that hold on the most to, like, past lovers and shit like that um, is our NJs, because, like, Sure, you could say, yeah, if they get a new memory, then, then it's wiped out, like, it, really quickly, right? But let me, let me put it this way. If you never clear your RAM, it's always on there, <laughs> right? <laughs> sure, I'm, I'm not going to go in the exact computer spec details of that, because there's some motherfucker typing in the comments, like, oh, well, actually, your RAM clears over time, because I've, well, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> how do you go? Um, basically, I, I, I find it strange how some SIUs can get over uh, certain bad shit in their life sure they can get bitter right but they could just kind of endure it and live with it uh but i i, I would have i would or other se uh, users they would have uh, a certain memory and if that doesn't get overwritten it could stay for years right um yeah but that's that's the problem with uh ntjs is that you, you really struggle to understand your own app in in life experience Mm. Or you just don't want to talk about it because you're a SI demon and you don't want to delve into it. Or you're SI trickster like an ENTJ and you have no fucking clue. I forgot. Where, you, where, 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 where was I? I? My girlfriend doesn't really know and she doesn't talk a lot about the past because she doesn't recall it uh, exactly or she has a lot of uh, problematics with it and so it, it, the thing is it has a manifestation in the present because there is some unsolved traumas mm -hmm. and that's why they, they really struggle with relationships because they, they they don't know where they're going because they can't say okay there was this relationship and I'm, I'm there and I know why it, why it happens why it happened and I'm, I know what I'm looking for but when you're a and excited minutes really Harder to to know because you don't know where your place is. And mm -hmm. my girlfriend is really scared because she doesn't know where her place is, so she's a bit paranoid with changing, uh, to uh, doing it to drastic change. Different of course, she wants to see, she, yeah, she wants to see new places. She wants to do some stuff like that, but she wants some stability in her life. Mm -hmm. Because she, she doesn't really know what it is at all, and she, she's scared to be lost. So that's really an issue they have, but we ENTPs, or INTPs, I guess, a bit less because we're like, okay, we add this habit, we add this environment, and it was great. But now it's, the, it's over, and we can build it somewhere Experience else. had. <laughs> yes. um, yeah, well, I, I was just making a point about that, just that... Um, I think that's uh, a curious 
thing that I've observed and, and listened to from other, let's say, MPs, where I listen to them and they're like, oh yeah, but I'm over that. And I'm like, how are you over that? You know, they, they, they can talk about the most traumatic shit and talk about like it's nothing. I'm like, bro, don't you, like, you know, feel, I, I mean, uh, uh huh. If I twist her, if I demon, we are kind of repressing anything we have. And at any random moment, it, it can just overflow into us. It happened to me a few days ago when I had the fight with my girlfriend and I just, uh, I told you, I, I never cry. This time I just almost smashed my window and, uh, and, and, and cried at just, just like that. And I didn't cry like that for 10 years. Damn. <laughs> Emotional moment, man. I, I couldn't even stand uh, because it was so overwhelming and I'm not used to do that. Yeah, must, yeah no, I talked about it with Christelle, like that's those are weird fucking moments, right? Where I, I suppose one of your, let's say your 7th or 8th function is just full overdrive. You're like, what the fuck? What is happening with me, right? <laughs> like, oh, oh my god, I actually like give a shit about my comfort? Like, what is happening? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Or you actually are like getting very emotional. That's like that almost never happens. Yeah, sure. Emotional for other people. I'm not saying I'm not trying. It's because all the time I, I should be really sad or expressing my, my sadness or any kind of emotion like that. Yeah. I, I repress it was. just so that people with me could feel better. And that's what I do all the time with my girlfriend when she's a bit paranoid or when she's a bit uh, down or anything mm -hmm. uh, it, it affects me and I, I feel bad because of course i'm a few user so i can feel that and it affects how i feel i can't express it because yeah. i don't want to, to to feel worse i want her to feel good so i have to to try out and be like uh oh don't worry i will make you a coffee or you and you know do, do this kind of stuff even if i feel bad uh -huh. It's repressed and it's stored somewhere that I can't access at any time. Mm -hmm. And it will just go at some point where, where I feel uh, an emotional reaction. Sometimes because of a big traumatic event and sometimes because just something reminds me of, some, of something inside me that I can't really, really know why Put it your happens at, yeah. yeah why it happens at this specific time mm -hmm. unless i i try to analyze what i'm watching or what i'm listening to that makes me feel like that but it's really really um how to, <laughs> to understand it yeah yeah i uh, i can well, I, I have I, another question about that uh sure do, do you trust an, an ntp feelings an ntp's feelings how do you mean <laughs> Sorry, that's out of me. <laughs> I mean, when you are a fight trickster, uh, just imagine that you have an ENTP um, girl, let's say she loves you, do you believe it? Um, are you annoyed if I, if I make a kind of TI statement ooh. to say, okay, I, I like you because of these reasons, and that's why I love you? Um, I, I feel like FI people struggle. <laughs> um, how do you explain this? Um, uh, for me, it's actually, it's kind of weirdly endearing and it maybe sounds weird, um, but I, even though I, I, I've like every trickster and I don't really know what other people are feeling at all, um, or I mean, at least I try to, right? It's not like uh, like every demon where I'm like, I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> I, I, I actually do try to understand how other people are feeling because, you know, my if I 
ideal idealism um you know things like it's just it's well it's idealistic right so it, it looks for you can do it very well if you kind of experience it yourself uh as a feeling you know like oh i i feel what you mean so yeah well i could yeah i could sympathize maybe with okay so i'll i'll, I'll wait i'll finish my thought first so um i don't often see entp's cry at all or be very emotional right because well yeah of course because they're not their fires therefore they're, they're only really emotional when somebody else is hurting a lot right uh, best example i can think of is kanye um like kanye like most of the time he doesn't really exhibit emotion right it's just ti spewing or uh fe we should be doing this right the only time he like gets really emotional is when he's hurting for somebody else uh or well this is one time uh when he was doing the presidential campaign uh he like he broke down crying in front of like a, co uh, a lot of people and that's like it's it's a very rare moment for me right because um and I, I think it's kind of cool in a way. I know that sounds weird, um, even though I don't really, uh, even though it, maybe because it's so rare that I'm like, maybe it's the same way with with Crusaders when they see a, a Wayfarer doing like or a low FE Wayfarer or whatever, or a low FE user generally, uh, or yeah, just a low like seven eighth slot FE. Uh, when they do something out of obligation or out of duty, uh, maybe they find it endearing. I don't know, but for me, like when I see that, I'm like, oh, I actually like feel more connected to this person, right? Because they show me the full range of their human capacity. And I don't want to sound fucking corny with that shit. Um, but yeah, I, I do. I find it kind of cool in that sense. Uh, and I say cool, not because it's it's also because I've I've learned over time how to tolerate uh, ENFPs and INFPs, just FI users, right? Compatible FI users. Uh, I, I've learned to tolerate and respect um, their their beliefs and give room for that. Like I, I can't be I can't be this FE user who feels what they are feeling, right? But at least I can make them comfortable or I can listen to them, right? Or hear them, right? Because listening is more for TI users. Um, I could just hear them and uh, they could just say their shit and I'll just be there. And because that's, that's the thing I learned from uh, from uh, Bebon, right? Like I, I've, I've, we have, you know, we have our ups and downs because uh, pedagogue and uh, sometimes uh, I, I didn't get this at first. I was like, bro, well, I'm trying to give you solutions, right? Almost like you in a pragmatic sense. Like I'm trying to give you solutions. Um, but he's like, I don't fucking care about solutions. I just want you to hear me, bro. He's not saying that, but he's, you know, indirectly uh, informing that to me and like uh bro i just wanted to listen to my fi and just uh let's just play out this moment and then we'll figure it out from there like that they don't necessarily um yeah they don't necessarily need a solution and going back on the ntp thing when i actually see an ntp or an intp and actually exhibit emotion like uh i mean jordan peterson does it a lot with fe so but he's he's pretty emotional right i think it's really endearing right um and it, it shows me a full range of character that's i guess how i would answer it if that uh, is a proper answer to your question hmm. and because you see from my girlfriend's uh, perspective the real issue is that she feels like she can't read me and she doesn't know if i'm uh doing things because i want her to be happy or for myself if i love her or if I have no fucking clue because of my type, you know? So, you know, it's all kind of mistrust uh, problematics and I don't know if INTJs have the same issues in relationships. Um, 
due to compatibility, I think that's less, maybe. Um, I don't know though. Uh, most of the time, you know, and, and I I notice this with ENTPs, like they can get really fucking pissed, you know, or really quote unquote emotional or seemingly emotional for like two seconds, and then they're like, okay, again, and you're like, what the fuck? Are you like, uh, are you like bipolar? <laughs> like, are, you okay? are you okay? But I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm like, okay, well, cool, you know. And most of them, I'm like, okay, cool, we can just move on. Um, yeah, because because I can, like I said, with um, if, if for example, if I'm doing with an ENFP, they can really dwell on that, you know, that that FIO statement of oh, I'm in, I'm not in a mood or I'm in a bad mood right now, right? Like it's a period when they have a certain emotional state. But for for ENFPs, it's more like a you know moment, like an emotional moment. Like okay, I'm getting really worked up, and it's it's you know. It's receding again. It's 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 diminishing. Um, uh, you see, if you if you see um, an NTP uh, feel anything and really show it, it's like eighty percent chances is depressed or is a problem because it's one of our faces, one of our sides of mind that we must use to express these emotions. And since it's repressed functions, repressed emotions. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we're not supposed to do it by default, and so it's that our context uh, in, in our life uh, currently forced us to do that because we can't solve it with our ego. Yeah. Um, that's what I do when I'm too pissed off with my girlfriend or with my the situations we're having. Uh, I, I, I cry because that's the last thing I have. <laughs> yeah, I understand. So, um, hmm. I don't know. Is that, could you phrase it in the question or, uh, or is it just a general statement? <laughs> this is a general statement that we're not bipolar. It's just that. No, no, I was, I'm not implying that, man. <laughs> I, I know you guys are not bipolar. I'm just like, it, it seems like that from the exterior for a lot of people, I would say. Not for me. I'm just like, okay, I understand. Like, for me, that's the thing. For me, you know, and if maybe this, maybe other people can relate to this, listening to to, to this right now, is that your golden pair uh, kind of just feels like a normal person, right? It's it's you don't think with your golden pair like well sometimes you think if if they're rarer right like oh finally a normal like uh, uh, fi finally a normal person right but most of the time you're like yeah that that's just an average Joe you will say right or that's just an average C's of J I would say right. Um, but yeah, for, for me, like when I meet an ENTP, I'm just like, yeah, that's a normal person. That's just a fucking guy, you know. Who, how that's this, this is how people are supposed to act, you know. That's my cognitive <laughs> bias, you know. Uh, I'm like, yeah, of course you want people to be sincere. Of course, you, uh, people wear masks yeah. and they drop them when they get to know you. Of course, they do that. But that's just my cognitive bias at that moment, uh, because only. Well, everybody has a mask in some capacity, but especially uh, EMPs, right, to protect themselves. And you, you see, it, it's the same uh, thing you can add about uh, people saying that AI is truth, is that FI is authenticity, and so if you don't have FI, you're never authentic, <laughs> and that's just not true. <laughs> you're never a real person, man. <laughs> you know, real oh, to me, no. you're, you're an NPC. <laughs> So that's the issue I have with my girlfriend who seems to not believe that the person I am uh, is, a, is a mix of several things mm -hmm. that creates authenticity because I, I choose 
to be that way with her and to, to be like that. I just can't express it on a, a fi way uh, with feelings and this kind of stuff. So I make TI uh, uh, statements like, yeah, I um, I think you like this, I think you like that. And so I'm happy with you because of these reasons that I can't um, express it on an emotional level. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I understand that. And because, well, you, yeah, like you said, you don't operate on that. Uh, wavelength with her and uh that's all cool right i think i mean um that's why i say emotional moments because i think in like really really small bursts like say somebody gets really like an hp gets really fucking worked up and angry you know um it kind of recedes like ask as quickly just as i can be really pissed off and really uh feel there's, there's an injustice somewhere and i get really worked up about it yeah. but then it recedes again you know and people I, but that's the thing we may be uh, confident about uh, or use of external feeling even if we're not the best at it but we just feel very confident and we feel like we must act but about introvert feeling, we just can't express it or word it well. We don't know what we're feeling or why, and so we just feel like we're going to lie when we're using it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it depends on, uh, you know, this is cognitive battlegrounds, I guess. Like, if you use your... Like, if you ask me what, which uh, movie is my favorite, and I, yeah, I can give you one. But I won't believe my own opinion. <laughs> yeah, I won't believe my own value judgment on my movie. On the yeah. movie, I like. Well, you can. Yeah, you can I mean, in, in terms of a value statement, sure. But like, you can say on a experience level, right? On a yeah, but that's, that's different. I will. Yeah, 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 that's, I yeah. have a great experience. So I, was, uh, I like uh, the art style in this one. Or mm -hmm. I, 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 oftentimes, I, I say to myself. Uh, did they make the right message or um, did they achieve what they wanted to do? So I just go into the perspective of people who made this piece of art and just criticize it to see if it worked. Like for example, The Last of Us 2. Or two. I, I'm not like, uh, I personally don't really like what they did with it, but I try to analyze it on their perspective to see what they did worked. Mm -hmm. And I can say it didn't work because People who played it didn't see it the way they wanted, and if you need uh, the producer or writers to tell you how you must view their uh, what they did with their arts, uh, well, it's failure. <laughs> <laughs> it's a failure. You didn't do what you were supposed to. I mean, yeah. I mean, oh, I mean, I have my opinions on the Last of Us Part Two. I played it recently. Um, I mean, when it came out, I was kind of already uh, I heard reviews about it and everybody was giving shit reviews um, but I said back then that's like a couple years ago now I said well on a technical level it's not a failure right like the fucking oh, graphics the graphics no yeah the, the, the graphics are amazing I didn't I didn't read reviews because of spoilers and shit right um, so yeah, so it's like the the, the the mechanics and how it plays and, and the music. Oh, the music lacked a little bit. I wanted I wanted more emotional, yeah. um, like the fucking Last of Us theme, bro. In part one, it's so good. Um, but then they didn't much for the mechanics too. Like, yeah. it's the same game, gameplay as ten years ago. We just had the, the ability to crouch, <laughs> <laughs> ability to jump. Yeah, that that was really handy. <laughs> yeah, nice. The guy. jump, the jump button. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, and dogs, yeah, a lot of dogs. Um, but yeah, on a technical level, didn't didn't like anything. But uh, apparently, the and I realized that's uh, like um, 
I wouldn't say this is like a big revelation, but if 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 you have proper character and uh, yeah, like style, I suppose. And I don't mean necessarily style like out oh, super like flashy or whatever the fuck. Like I've, I think. Um, yeah, like if I guess you have gameplay games, you have story games, right? If it's purely uh, gameplay, like Hold on Miami, right? Like the story in Hold on Miami doesn't really matter all that much. Like, yeah, it's a little interesting, but you know, it's whatever. Uh, it's um, yeah, but but it's it's about the gameplay. But um, I think people are very forgiving when one of those um, aspects is really good. And I, for me, the main one I think is for me personally uh, is character, right? and and maybe story maybe uh, like one or the other like if you just have a very strong main character the circumstances don't really matter like uh, see mm -hmm. american psycho right одноместный истребитель миг 21f um, and everyone hated what they did with with the characters the moment uh-huh uh and and on the other side if you just have a really good story um or a very abstract story like uh, journey for example right like there's no dialogue there uh, it's just it's just visual and like a loose yeah. story and and a fucking and it's a good fucking game right and people can forgive uh lack of certain elements when um i guess story or gameplay are done really well because the gameplay yeah, because it's, yeah. It's, it's an experience more than you know all the elements we're talking about are just part of an experience like you have the audio you have the visuals and so that's part of the experience so you can uh, give a, a good experience without some elements like you can read a book uh -huh. and it's an experience anyway but you know so people won't judge this directly but when they will say i had a bad experience it will be based on some aspect that they criticize like there is a terrible audio so i couldn't enjoy it uh <laughs> like i want this for example yeah, well, maybe that, that's just why I thought, I guess, like, ranking shit again, where I think, I, I think games like, uh, an ISFP friend of mine mentioned this game off, it's like a French game, uh, and it's, it's, uh, basically, it's just this, uh, it's kind of a cryptic story, and it's, it, and the art style and gameplay is just whatever, but there's this really cryptic, uh, cool narrative behind it, which gave it like a quote unquote cult following. And I think a lot of, you know, small indie games have that where um, you just have a, a cool concept or a cool story. Yeah, like and, Undertale. Yeah, like you have something unique to, to bring and people get drawn to that, right? But And when you take that uniqueness out, like the unique thing in Last of Us Part 1 was that dynamic between Joel and Ellie. And what do we do in Part 2? Well, spoiler alert, uh, they kind of removed that, right? <laughs> and uh, yeah, The concept idea was really interesting and cool and I want to see that in other games. It's just that they did it poorly because they destroyed every character development and empathy we could afterward with characters. So we end up uh, playing characters we don't care about, doing oh, yeah. things we hate, mm -hmm. and, and we had attachment to these characters. And even the whole uh, redemption and, and vengeance uh, oh, yeah. plot is something we saw a lot in in movies and stuff. And yeah, it's 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 done very badly with no sense. And we like yeah, we saw this kind of vengeance is bad stuff a lot for of times. For me, the worst the thing. <laughs> He's so pissed off about it. Um, for me, the <laughs> the, the I guess the the, the 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 part I felt the worst about is like. Um, just for Ellie as a character because like did she deserve all that 
I don't think so. No, they, they, they just shit on our characters the whole time just to... Yeah. To like, oh, Ellie, they, Ellie they is a monster, of, Joel's a monster. It's like... Hello? Yeah, they, they do a lot of details and, and, and decisions to, to make sure that Ellie kills the doggies. Okay. Oh, no, it's bad. We kill the doggies. And, yeah, because you... And later you, you <laughs> later you play with the dog and... Uh, yeah, it's like, are you trying to make me feel bad for this stupid fucking yeah, dog? It, I don't it, care. I don't care. It's <laughs> a manipulation. It's, it's, it's a really weak manipulation to to make us think that she's a bad person whereas uh, we saw AB just kill Joey who just saved her life uh, a few minutes ago and now she's shutting him in the, in the leg with a shotgun and then finishing him with a uh, I don't know a golf club or something yeah. like, uh, I am supposed to feel empathy towards this person who just killed the protagonist uh, for no reason, because yeah, <laughs> yeah because <laughs> she wants to revenge. It's, it's like okay, man. It's, yeah, it's, it's too easy to to create a scenario like oh, imagine uh, someone Joey uh, Joey killed uh, in the previous games, come back and it's like yeah, I'm going to revenge. I'm going to revenge my father. <laughs> Yeah, even side, characters, even side characters like Tommy get really bad character development where they're either incredibles or just other monsters. Like in the beginning, Tommy doesn't want to go after um, Joel and after he's, he's doing it and murdering everyone. And yeah, remember, after some point, remember, yeah, after some point he's remember really, when, uh, injured. Remember when Joel and, and, and Tommy had actual confrontation at the beginning, like when they meet each other and they like start fighting but then a conflict breaks out <laughs> like there's there's history behind it like i think i think a game is really successful when i want to read the wiki after like i, I have a couple games or or like mm -hmm. pieces of media i really like where i do that like i had it with blam i had it with last of us i had it with bioshock right mm -hmm. um very few games i'm like actually going in just like te parent type shit where i'm going like oh i'm going in and in, in, uh, you know and just uh, going all all the background uh details because that you know then, then you're gonna want to get the full scope of this character because then that enriches that character for me, um, and and makes that character more real, right? Because um, people are like, oh well, video games aren't real. Okay, uh, is any fiction real? Like, no, of course not. But that doesn't mean those feelings or stories Bible aren't is real. real. <laughs> yeah, Bible is real. Um, <laughs> Bible is is real. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, but for me, like I, I've had. Uh, more emotional and impactful uh, experiences with certain pieces of media than I had in real life. And sure, you could say, well, to get more alive experience, sure. But um, I don't negate those. You know what I mean? Like the, the emotional impact they, they have given me. Um, I don't I don't diminish those because oh well in life it's it's like more intense. I'm like, well, and, and, and you know, the difference of. Um uh, Nedrick Man, who, who you know made the game like the whole um, scenario and writing aspect, uh, defend himself by saying, Yeah, I propose uh, a bad experience, so that's what you get. Like, he didn't really say it like that, but uh, it's a kind of shocking experience where uh, you, you must feel wounded and hurt, and so all the press and media as well is like, Oh, yeah. Very well done. Very well you, done. You made you made a bad ending, and that's good. Well, <laughs> I I like bad endings. If you've seen Old Boy, I like bad endings, right? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, like I like those type of fucked up, like oh shit, this character messed up big time, right? I love that. 
uh, it, it's to some capacity. But if you do it in a poetic, uh, pre-established way, like if you've seen, if you if you have seen, oh boy, I'm not necessarily saying mm-hmm. to you, uh, if you have seen it um, or are gonna see it, like there, there is so much ant- anticipation and so much mystery, and then it just all unveils, and it's like holy shit. Yeah, but imagine, imagine, oh boy, but you you add the backstory of ten hours, and then you have to play. Uh, 60 hours. <laughs> 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 then it spends an hour on the villain's side of the story and then an hour on yeah. like the daughter. And <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, that would be pretty fucking bad. I mean, some movies do that where they go free perspectives and they intertwine. I don't like this type you, of movies. You, you know, I, I'm just, I'm just uh, pissed off because they could do something really amazing with this concept if, mm-hmm. if there was some kind of balance. Like if uh, Abby spent more time with Joel and Ellie and didn't kill them right off, they could she, she could feel bad about doing it. Or uh, after she she's done it, uh, maybe she could do it a bit less like a bitch and people could <laughs> forgive her. Eventually. <laughs> I mean, there's a way to kill people. Like she she shot her leg and she's like, okay, now you heal him a bit uh, just so that I can. Eat we're him we're him going the French route, just full on guillotine, bro. Just uh... so. I, I just wish they, they did something so that we can really see the uh, Abby's perspective and, and, and feel like it's uh, that she's not the bad guy, but it doesn't work at all the elements they give to make us believe that Ellie is, is a bitch because she wants to revenge. Yeah, well, yes. yeah, yeah, I, I, I was, um, it was a really good video by Wendigoon on this where he said, it, It's um, not like Breaking Bad, you know, I don't yeah. have to watch it, but Breaking Bad, you, you, you see Walter White is a good guy and, and you see his motivations behind becoming uh, a, a drug dealer and this kind of stuff. But after some time, you realize that he lost himself in this journey and in the things he, he has done. So you understand. The, the nice guy's motivation and the bad guys, and you can see that it's they're both the same person, mm-hmm. and, and, and just cognitive transitions are just issues in life. Mm-hmm. But in the last of us, what I'm sad about is really, um, other word, uh, but it's like really there's the bad people and the good people fighting, and they just switch it whenever they want, mm-hmm. and they think. This is character development, and this is how you you care about people and nuance, but they're not nuance. They they cannot die for all. Yeah, no. Um, I'm back. He's back. You have to see this. That's awful. It's so fucking funny to me. Drinking fluoride contaminated water. Everybody who's watching us right now, fuck it. Fucking <laughs> go to your nearest Amazon, aka your laptop, <laughs> and, and buy a water filter. Stop drinking your fluoride water. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You want to talk conspiracies, bro? You like conspiracies? No. No? I don't, I don't know if we can conspiracy. I don't know if we can be together, Dan. Man, like any conspiracies in my life. To me, it's not cons- conspiracy; it's just truth, man. Either it's true or false. It's just no conspiracy. <laughs> there is no conspiracy. There's no conspiracy. It's just knowledge. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, but I remember back in the day, I used to. 
I, I say back in the day, like it's such a long time ago, but uh, I could a, say that a couple of years ago, um, I was like really into uh, conspiracy theories, and um, yeah, I, I still like them to some degree. But I, I, I was really in that uh, 2009, you know, you know, like early early youtube conspiracy videos with the fucking requiem for a dream uh, theme right <laughs> we're living with the violin part um and then they'll replay like these 9-11 clips um <clears throat> yeah there was there was a certain flavor to that and i, I kind of like those videos not gonna lie i, I would um <laughs> yeah I, I i it's funny how that rebounds you know i, I noticed that too that um I, I kind of rebound with a lot of stuff I liked in the past right now because I'm going more my interest-based side more, which is, I talked about in the previous episode uh, about my ESFP transition. I really like it in my ESFP. Uh, I mean, I'm not always in my ESFP because, you know, ego, but um, most of the time I'm in ESFP now and that's cool. Um, I can actually just be a fucking retard. I mean, uh, be in the moment uh, <laughs> and just, just do stuff. And I think that's really cool and I can just, uh, get find interesting shit and people find you know that's that uh what's the quote uh people who are interested are interesting so i also notice other people mm -hmm. get attracted to me and uh i think it's dope you know it, it creates uh, social bonds and um yeah like i said in the previous again like in the previous episode check it out in the description uh <laughs> I um subscribe. No, I will never say that personally. Well, maybe, maybe at some point, but not, not right now. I, I, I'm, I'm not selling out yet, unless I'm really, really desperate. Uh, and for the future, uh, my enemy is just going fiery off right now. Um, uh, what was it, what was it talking about? Uh, oh yeah, I, I talked about. Fuck, remind me. Two seconds. Didn't listen. You didn't. You didn't listen. <laughs> you didn't listen. <laughs> That's your uh, rebounding with things you. Oh right. So like. yeah, <laughs> uh, basically creating more connections and finding more interests. Uh, yeah, I think it's really cool, and um, yeah, I'm just really happy about it. Really grateful, and I don't know if anyone fucking gives a shit, but um, yeah, I'm I'm happy right now. Well. All, all, things can always be better. I'm relatively happy, and that's always better than being, you know, relatively sad or depressed. So, oh, I'm a six foot. Huh? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> I'm relatively homosexual. But... You're relatively homosexual. Well, aren't we all a little gay? You know, the Greeks. Yeah, the, the Greek. It's, it's the, the, the Greeks. The Greeks have figured that out like a long time ago. You know, and the Romans also. They were yeah. just like, yeah. I'm, well, amongst, I'm amongst the most feminine type, so. Oh yeah, it's okay. It's I will okay. let it slide. Yeah, I. I, <laughs> I, I was talking to this uh, ITP uh, girl, whatever, and uh, I, I said the same thing about. Uh, yeah, like whenever I'm my ESFP, I feel really fucking gay. Like in both senses of the word, like I feel really happy in terms of like you know very gay in character, and um, I uh, I also feel like even though I think it's a mas still masculine archetype, but I feel the most feminine when I'm in my interest, uh, in my interest based I guess ESFP. I don't know why, 
Uh, it's just this fear. fucking what for example when I get drunk, bro, I get fucking I get so touchy. Uh yeah, with both <laughs> with both with both genders, yeah. I'm not bi, I'm not bi. Um, <laughs> I just get very touchy. And um yeah, there's just no there's no filter, right? And I, f I feel very uh this is fucking thing uh, my ENFP friends always make fun about uh, yeah, make fun of me about like um they're like, oh, uh, Grisana, I want to see more. You're, you're more emotional side. You're more your shy side. I'm like, shut, you know, and I'll instantly get like really introverted at that moment because I'm like, oh, shut, shut the fuck up. You're not. We're not talking about that, okay? Because <laughs> because they always see this, you know, super direct, uh, quote unquote, masculine guy in front of them, um, who's you know, who's intimidating or whatever the fuck. Um, and then the second I show more like an emotional side, like an FI parent uh, manifestation, basically, they they kind of get put off, um, and they're like, "What the fuck? Is, you're wait, you're actually a person? Yeah, I'm actually a person. Guess what? Um, yeah, I don't know. You're not a robot." <laughs> <laughs> like the INTG cliche. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm like super serious all the time, and I talk in a Ben Shapiro voice, and I don't, I can't like have any fun in life, and and everything is science, because I'm 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 the mastermind. I'm super smart. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. You arrogant motherfucker. <laughs> you know, boy to me. Sit down. I, I mean, it's funny that Keshi's also an INTJ. Now I think about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't I haven't done a lot of reading. I now think about it uh, recently, but that's that's to like you know personal circumstance or whatever the fuck. Um, I would like to get in more into the, into it. I, I I want to to congratulate um, like congratulate you for something uh, you, you didn't say one time. I'll be correct. <laughs> I'm I'm improving. My charisma is improving. I mean, I yeah. have other stopping words that I should probably stop saying and <laughs> stop stop saying funny um I'm, I'm always self-aware about it though and uh, maybe a little too self-aware uh sometimes I just need to go with the flow like I will always not always I'll say um for a very long time probably and and even the best speakers well, that's funny, actually, that, that, that you... Uh, <laughs> I'm speaking with a French person because um, <laughs> I notice every time I do uh, a listening exam uh, on, on French, they always say, like, de, or du, du, de, like, always extend that... Um, what's the word in French? When you you connect two words, right? You can't say uh, uh, the clothes or, or clothes. You have to say de, de vêtements. Uh, you can't... You know what I mean? Like, they always have a word in front of it. They always extend that word. I don't know if you also notice that. Maybe that's also a regional thing. Um, but yeah, mm -hmm. I, I don't. I notice that in, in, in exams always they they mm -hmm. extend like basically how we have an um. We just add an um randomly. They just they, yeah. the French just extend that duh. <laughs> I think that's funny. <laughs> yeah, if uh, it's if it's an article and we like uh, the the de quoi on parle. <laughs> <laughs> It keeps saying this is last sentence. Mm. Yeah, but um, well, thank you, uh, Nat, for that compliment. I'm, I'm always improving on my speech uh -huh. and my skills, and yeah, hopefully, I mean, in, by by episode 100, I hope to see a very exponential difference compared to episode one in my mm. verbal and mental developments. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's funny because yeah. it, it, it seems like your whole channel and these videos you're making it's kind of like a diary you 
you're having because you, you speak for yourself more than for people watching you. So, how do you mean? Like my 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 uh, guests say less than <laughs> I'm asking them or something. You mean that? I I mean that. Uh, I proposed you a few times that uh, you could be a bit more efficient on the messages or the content that you produce. And I don't think that's the point uh, about the video you, you're trying to make because you, you just want to have some guests and interactions and, and talk about anything you want because you don't really prepare it. Uh, mm. Unless it's a really, very special guest, you have some questions to discuss. <laughs> yeah, very, very special uh, guest. <laughs> Yeah, not me. So you're not, you're not, so you're not really doing that for people watching you. Yeah, uh, it's it's not. It's kind of like uh, letting your window open for people outside and they can listen what you say, but they're not in the room, so you don't care. Um, well, I try to make it. Um, I mean, what do you mean by messages? You said you like you could focus more on messages. Do you mean like creating a specific message from my content? You mean that? Yeah, just just a structure and a way to phrase it, uh, visual or anything, so that people can uh, keep something out of your video. Because I don't think that they keep a lot of info or insight or anything after they watch one hour or two hours of personal hours oh, <laughs> and i've man. done it too so you're hitting, i know you're hitting my fi bro i'm, I'm gonna cry <laughs> 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 well yeah um this is this is also kind of for me just a semi-therapy session you know where i'm just rallying it's a semi-meditation right um if, if people like to tune in and listen that's cool i like that um, you know, I, I, I've compared it uh, earlier with, with sh shit like, uh, you know, Joe Rogan. I'm not saying I'm on that fucking level, um, but basically, mm -hmm. but with Joe Rogan, it's kind of the same thing. He's just saying whatever comes to mind and has a rolling start or whatever the fuck. And uh, yeah, and yeah, it just has episodes where he's just with friends or guests uh, that are close to him. I know what but, you but mean. You get what you get. What I mean, it, it's like when you're going into a party or something, and you just talk with your friends about politics, about anything, and you you don't really go anywhere with this discussion. You just enjoy to talk about that, but you're not producing anything. Yeah, well, like I, I, I can't talk about a cent central topic, and you know, I I've, I. Kind of did that with my Snack to New York review. I can't create a structured environment like that, right? Where I'm just, like, where I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna talk about, uh, I don't know, ketogenic diet for the next two hours or shit like that. I could do that, um, but for me, it, 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 it takes well, it not takes too much time. It's more currently. I, mean, I can do that in the future now that you mention it. I could probably do that. Um, it's just this is easier and I'm like, yeah, okay, people are rolling their eyes maybe like, oh, you think you do easy route? Yeah, motherfucker, I, I'm, I'm going for consistency right now. My biggest fucking, <laughs> my biggest hang up always has been consistency, right? I'll just dip for three months, um, yeah. do something else. I, I'm getting the consistency and if, if I get that and I can be more specific. It's, I, it's just an, an observation, like it's, it's not a, an attack, but it seems like it's a kind of... Um, uh, meditation as you said and a, and a diary so that you can uh, mm -hmm. 
think uh, probably because you sometimes you just make question errors by yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't need anyone to just monologue about your life and, and things you, you think uh -huh. about. So it, I feel like it's really some kind of um, a therapy for yourself and mm -hmm. I, I hope it helps you. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you know, it, it, I mean, I would say it does. <laughs> uh, <laughs> better than a therapy session. Um, from the... Uh, I, I, I would say... I, psycho. For the, yeah, I'm, I'm a full-on uh, psychopath, man. I need therapy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll talk about those thoughts later, you know. Um, but the... Um, I, I, the thing you said about a diary, like, yeah, that's 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 really true. Because, um, I mean, I've been doing this for a couple of years now, and not this particular show, but I've been doing this for a couple of years, like creating and making videos, and talking to yourself, talking to myself, been doing that <laughs> I since since I was like a child, you know, always always been talking to myself. Um, but yeah, I, I have like a very extensive catalog over the last what is it five years, I would say. Um, where I've just I, I so I can I can like backtrack the last last five years in my development, and uh, I'll always albeit from notes or videos or images. Uh, well, croissant that that's just called like that's just called a personal history or some shit like that. But like no, I'm I'm in a sense of trying to make it a little public and a little, you know, not too public because I'm a really private person. Um, but well, you know, like this where I'm just talking about shit because I can really. Uh, I, I used to do this thing. I mean, I talked about again, talked about it in the previous episode where I used I, I used to make notes every year, um, and I would kind of give a rundown of what happened that year and 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 just kind of free flow think like this. So imagine like a croissant hour every year, right? And 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 I would watch every episode uh, back to back and be like, oh, okay, I make these developments throughout the years because in the moment you don't really see it, right? In the moment mm -hmm. you're just like, okay, I'm in this moment in my life. This is happening. All these fucking hoopla, blah blah, blah you know, bullshit. Um, but and you kind of take the the you cherry pick the big things that are happening or has ha have happened. And uh, then you compare it over time, right? Because I I I compared the notes from this year to like 2016, and I'm like, holy shit! Like the difference in my personality. I mean, you're, it's it's funny when I do, you know it's, it's it's almost like having actual SI where I can be like, oh, I can see my like past now. I can see my mistakes, and I can see what's consistent still and what's um, different. And I suggest, mm -hmm. I guess, most low uh, SI users. Uh, to fucking actually write down, uh, I, w I wouldn't say journaling because I've done it as well. I've I've done like a journal for a year and a half, uh, like a daily journal. Um, if you want to make it easy for yourself, um, just just write free free lines of like summarize your day in free lines. If you can write more, cool. But if you could just write, um, I would I'd, I would just write down. I would just have a to do list. I would have a physical one. Uh, I can log. Yeah, and just um, the last three lines, I'll just put notes and, and then write down, oh, um, today I was tired, today uh, this happened, today blah, 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 right? And I can I can go back and see every single day how it had developed, and then I'll, at the end of the year, I would uh, do that, do a rundown of uh, big events and shit like that, and I can compare that. I should probably do that again now I think about yeah. it. Yeah, I should do this in video, like... The top 10 of my worst days of uh, 2022. <laughs> top 10 of my the most depressed days. Number one. <laughs> Today, I'm gonna fucking jump off a bridge later. <laughs> yeah, um... 
Yeah, but I, I, yeah, like I said, I, I have a very extensive log of a lot of things, and um, which is strange uh, in a way, right? Because I, I in, in theory, I should hate my past, but yet I keep a very accurate and detailed uh, diary of my days. Even in the past, I had a fucking, you know, like a journal slash diary thing. Yeah, but it really helps you because, uh, you know, all shadow functions uh, are repressed things. Yeah. Press functions and we hate them because we just don't use them uh -huh. so we don't know them well i mean i don't like se because i'm not using se so when you force me to do it i'm like a baby no i don't want to try this but if i did it uh, a couple of times if i'm used to kind of uh, suffering if i want to sound like chase uh, <laughs> then i, I <laughs> Then I, I won't mind it that much. And so it's the same for you. If you know your past, if you thought about it uh, soon That's enough, good. you can talk about it and you won't be pissed off if uh, someone talk about it or if you have to remember well, it at some point. Yeah, well, there, there are only a couple things right now in my past that I, I really like struggle talking about like with anyone um but yeah. other things you know it's like exposure therapy the, the I've, I've talked about certain problems i had in the past or certain uh what's the word well let's just put it in the umbrella suffering because that's easy um in I, that i've experienced and i'm I, I can talk about it easier and that's why some people mistype me as you know an ehp or enfp because i am Oh, excuse me. Um, I can talk yeah. about, uh, yeah, Morty. Uh, <laughs> I can <laughs> because I can talk about my experience easier, and and also I've higher NEs, so therefore people think, oh, he's any hero because he's pointing out consequences and talking about his experience. It's like, no, actually, bro, I'm I'm pretty fucking clueless about my experience. Like, really, um, yeah. Would like like people to actually point out my needs would be kind of nice. I mean, I'm, I'm figuring it out through, um, you know, cognitive battlegrounds in, in terms of, oh, uh, I feel, I feel like, for example, with health, I feel bad. Okay, I'm doing research. Okay, then my TI is, TI critic is pointing out or true-falsing everything, and, and it's a really excessive process. And now I know what I should do, right? So, like, your FE trickster mm -hmm. gets used. Um, well, it doesn't get, yeah, your trickster never gets used. It's, um, <laughs> how do you explain this? It, it, it's um, kind of by orbit theory. Um, it's technically being used, but not really, right? It's more through the reflection and orbits. In automatically, it will be used, but not really. And this is very hard to explain because uh, <laughs> a trickster. If you use the trickster, that's the whole point of the trickster. Um, it, it doesn't actually get used. Like it's the. It's like the demon. It's trying to get the power of the demon. Um, but actually is, is misusing it, right? Like it's the child of the unconscious. Um, so therefore, if you use cognitive battlegrounds, you know, you're kind of giving FE for me, uh, your trickster, the idea that it's uh, being used, but it's not really being used. So anyway, that's uh, it, it, the best uh, I can describe it with uh, ENFPs because the article I read about it said, it said is, it's basically um, you get all, as a... Um, as an ENFP, you gather all this da uh, data with your um, with your child, uh, and then you have a certain belief about that, like a responsible belief or whatever whatever that means. And then you, with orbits, you FE critic it, right? So you're like, okay, uh, 
shooter should not do this, uh, critical on that, and then you get a certain conclusion out of that, and that conclusion is a TI statement, like, oh, this is true or false, right? So ultimately, you get a TI conclusion as a amalgam distillation yeah. of those faith functions. That's that's how to describe how I would yeah. describe it. It's it's a it's a complicated uh, idea, though I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand what you mean. Mm. Anyway, yeah. Very complicated. <laughs> but anyway, like you said, yeah, this is very much a journal for me slash diary type thing. And um, I mean, if somebody has suggestions for other things I can do or uh, speak on, sure, go ahead. But I'll probably keep doing this for a while because um, once I actually get it consistently going for a couple months um, and with a couple months... Hmm, well, I say a couple months, but it's already been a couple months, I think. Um, if I get it, if I keep it going for, let's say, 30 episodes, I think I'll, uh, we're golden. <laughs> Maybe 90. Yeah, what I mean is that you can uh, you can keep going this format, but maybe uh, if you really want to do something for your viewers or anything, you can just make another format where it's a bit shorter and you bring something to the table. Mm. Uh, just when you have really uh, special guests, you can uh, do a special video when you take more time to do some editing and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So. I don't know. It's it's a it's a crusader ID if you want. Oh yeah, that's, yeah. No, that's cool, man. Uh, any suggestions? I'm 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 happy to listen to. Um, Depends yeah. of your goal, actually. Well, my goal. I don't know what my goal is necessarily. I mean, I do know my goals, duh. But uh, I don't necessarily. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't necessarily know what people catch on to, right? Like, I'm, I'm giving this SE to people, and now I just have to get that feedback. That's that's the that's what I keep saying, right? I need feedback. Like, if somebody says, well, I would prefer it if the, short, the format is shorter, I would uh, prefer more editing, I would prefer less editing, you know, shit like that. Uh, then I know which directions to go. So everybody's that listening to it right now, still at, I don't know how many minutes, um, fucking leave some feedback. I mean, <laughs> maybe I should, you know, do my- Well, you can, you can try things. Uh, like if you're not sure of if you don't have enough feedback or if you don't know the direction just try the opposite of what you're doing right now to see how people react to it mm -hmm. ask right. for feedbacks and and then you can balance very easily because you have the two opposite of mm -hmm. what you do yeah i mean i thought about uh editing it more because i like very intense editing because this is like the opposite of my content in the past because my content yeah. in the past was like very high intensity um uh, like f f like 40 hours uh, worth of editing per video, right? Um, and this is just like, okay, I'm I'm not saying this is no work because uh, making these is not like just uh, done done easy, um, mm -hmm. but it, 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 it takes like less work. Um, um, it could be, uh, you could make a, an easy editing if you do some work with your uh, previous videos or original, original uh, Crescent Arrows, uh, if you have some best moments in these videos, you have like three or four best moments in a one hour video, mm -hmm. uh, you can put them together in a kind of a best of the month. Mm -hmm. Yeah, compilation <laughs> of constant error. And it can be very easy to do and it can uh, make some advertising for your own channel if you just let people, okay, you didn't watch the 10 hours of personal hours, but <laughs> you can run this completion and uh -huh. just have a nice time for 10 minutes, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I could do that. Uh, but yeah, there's I, I just like creating, man. That's, that's something yeah. I've really realized over 
time. Like I, I really get it. Since I've been, I don't know when I started. Create, I can think around 2016. I now 2017. I mm -hmm. started around yeah January 2017. That's when I started like editing. Um, but I've I've been creating before that, right? I've been drawing and I've been um, looking at creative uh, endeavors for, for a longer time. Um, but just doing anything in a creative regard uh, just puts me in a certain fucking zone. You know what I mean? Where you just get in that flow zone and you don't really care about all the other stuff, about other consequences. That's, that's my easy yeah. talking. Uh, I just get in that zone and I just fucking go and I'm, I'm really happy in that state, I would say. And every time I don't, I notice every time I don't do it, like my fucking mood drops, bro. Like, especially in the long term. My God. Like that's, that's, uh, it's almost a need for me to, um, Mm. to uh, express myself and and, yeah. and and just talk about shit i mean this is again this is like talking about shit and expressing myself literally um i, I i'm just trying to um uh, to help you to use a bit more your tea parents do something of your interesting yeah man like life. i'm not using my tea enough like fucking refer to my <laughs> 500 plus book reading list <laughs> I'm joking. It's, it's not about book reading. It's about efficiency. You know, you don't have to read every fucking book. Of <laughs> well, okay, Mr. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it. I, I mean, my, my girlfriend is T-dominant and she doesn't read that much, but she she's just uh, aware of everything that needs to be done on a personal life level. Well, I, and, I'm aware of that, but... Um, Again, for me, it comes down to I, I'm trying to create a, you know, of course, like movement here, Let's try to create a system and from that just a template and, you know, just fire away. Um, but again, I don't, this is like a current template, quote unquote template. Yeah. Um, and I'm just seeing how that goes for a couple of months. And I'm, I'm really, I think in the around, uh, let me see. I, I would say around August. No, let me see. <laughs> Uh, no, June. Yeah, from June, I think I'm gonna in August. Yeah, around that period, um, I'm gonna upload way more uh, because I'll actually have the time, and yeah. uh, and I'm, I'm probably gonna experiment with some other things. I'm gonna do some reviews, like book reviews, movie reviews. I'm gonna do uh, probably some, like you said, like more personal essay. Not, not essays necessarily. I mean, I can, but like essays, Mark is also a little saturated. I mean, I can make it unique, I guess. Um, there's a lot of. I like the movie reviews. I think you you would get a uh, lot of uh, appreciation for this kind of work, mm -hmm. especially on on typology because there's a lot of uh, uncultured people online that can do it right. Or, you know. So. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm such a I'm, I'm an exception to that number. I'm joking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, I, I mean, I've seen uh, from a Snack to New York video, some people liked it, I guess. Yeah, like there were actual people that, that enjoyed my analysis of it. And I, I, I would also say um, that Snack to New York video was one of the videos I just had to make. You know what I mean? I, I felt like mm -hmm. obligated within my soul to create it because if, if, I, if I basically never talked about that movie uh, like ever publicly, 
Uh, I, I would like, you know, mm -hmm. it's almost like a sexual urge. Like I can't fucking repress it. I'm like, bro, I, I need to fucking, <laughs> I need to do this. Otherwise, fucking, mm -hmm. I'm gonna explode. Um, funny sexual jokes incoming. Um, but yeah, I, I just had to do it. Mm -hmm. And now I, I yeah. sure I can expand it. I can maybe make a part two. Um, but I don't know. I, I guess I can, but wouldn't necessarily. Would it be necessary? Because I, I think your your channel really has a, a personality, like a real personality, and there is a lot of potential in that. But you need to make it uh, slim a down, bit more <laughs> accessible to people. Like you, you know, the channel I just uh, shared you, Mythologics, who talks about blame. Yeah, they, it's a channel who has a real personality and deep atmosphere mm -hmm. that reminds me a kind of yours. Mm. Uh, but they, they just uh, focus a lot on, on the entertaining parts with the music, with the visuals, mm. and the, 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 the dialogue, let's say. Mm -hmm. So just just writing, maybe uh, the writing too. And again, it just depends on the format and what you want to do. Yeah, well, like I said, oh, I'm uh, sorry, I'll, I'll let you finish. No, you, you can go now. I was just, just saying that, you, you, of course, you can continue what you're doing right now, but I think there's a, lot, a real potential if you do uh, other formats like your movie reviews and all, where people will be really interested in going to your universe and look at what you have to say. They just don't have one hour each time to listen to your random monologues. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. Um, uh yeah, well, the problem with those videos, right, is, like I said, they take a lot more work, and that's why I said... Yeah, no, I didn't want to work. <laughs> well, I, I, I want to... That's the thing. I love working on them. I'm not, I'm not saying, like, oh, man, I don't want to spend 40 hours editing this video. No, I love making that. Um, <laughs> and, and maybe that sounds a little bit inefficient, and maybe it is, um, but but uh, writing the scripts and uh, working it all out and, and finally seeing people's reactions and... Um, I've, I've, I've heard some really, uh, I've, some feedback I've heard so far is, has been uh, really like, in, it's, it's pro probably one of the best feelings I can get, right? Um, yeah. And you could say, oh, you should be basing it on other people's uh, valuations. But it's like, if I value it a lot and I, I expressed it and I expressed my love, if other people do the same, I'm like, oh, great. Well, I have a, have a big family here. Um, but uh, yeah, like I said, if I, in around, Around the summer, um, I'm gonna, or end spring, I guess, uh, I'm, I'm gonna expand way more. I'm gonna, you know, I'm, I, I'm gonna work on my tier list, right? So I have to finish those books. Uh, or maybe I will do an individual uh, review and then compile them all into one big uh, list. Uh, you know, me with my lists, bro, like always listing. Um, what to hear us being like oh man i'm, I'm really i'm really uh, rational like I'm, i i did a google search like motherfucker <laughs> are you kidding me like t parent over here is like creating a million lists for shit and sure you could say well that's not very compiler or efficient well at least i'm prioritizing shit in that, in that regard anyway enough stroking myself off there um yeah uh like i said like a couple times already now uh yeah i'll work on that and uh yeah, but it takes time. Like, right, the, the probably the, the the part that takes the longest time. Uh, I don't know if any YouTubers talk about this, um, but writing a script is like for me that's the hardest part because it's basically writing. It's like writing a mini book for me, um, and, and then also like recording it and it sounds correct, right? There are no no ums or uh, 
mispronunciations or you deliver it in a way because it's, it's it's almost like voice acting for me where i'm just like okay i have to properly pronounce this and uh, it's 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 like a lesson in writing uh, pronunciation editing uh but comedy. did you think about um another way to write with a bit less writing but you just make kind of checklist of things you have to say with a structure of, of oh, oh yeah well I, I have seen other uh like people like mental outlaw or there's this one guy yeah. this one it guy he basically just takes a topic and he talks about it for 40 minutes uh and he cuts sometimes per point i can't i, I, I mean can't, like yeah. i mean like you have a structure you have part one part two part three and you just make some notes like oh yeah i have to talk about this scene mm-hmm. or this uh, special event but you don't write the exact sentence you have to say um, you just know that you have a kind of uh minutes you have to do it in one minute or two minutes and yeah you, you um i could do that but um the, the problem with being triple movement is that I, ca- I can rant on about something and go into a way different topic that i wasn't supposed to go into or what wasn't supposed to go into um and how do I describe this? I, I, I'll still have things I want to say. Like, for, for example, with the Sanctuary New York review, there were certain things I just wanted to say. And if I just went off in another... I, I did... Um, I, I tried to keep it as structured as possible, but structured as possible. But uh, I, I do leave room for improv... improv improv. Let me just uh, say it like that. Um, improv, because then I can just... Uh, like um, my YMS rant or, you know, other moments in that video. Uh, th- those are improvised and I just, when I was recording them, I just left it in. Or when I have a voice crack or something, right, I leave it in. Because mm-hmm. um, I know that some people enjoy that for the realism of it. Um, but yeah, I-, I think also when there's good writing in a video, you can tell, right? I'm not saying I'm a good mm-hmm. writer, but uh, when it- it's more thought out, and sure, I understand what you mean, though. I, I could do uh, attain that format where I'm just like, okay. There's general. a spot to, to, to take between doing it like Chase, like uh, you're going into the street on the uh, in the night and we can see shit and you're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and just writing each word you want to say. Yeah, sure. Like there, yeah, you have a full-on rant, and you have a full written-out INFP script. You mean, like? <laughs> so I, I was going to shopping, and, and when I came out of the wall, I wanted to talk about the super ego because it's really pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> and INFP is like <laughs> the thunder cracked as I walked out into, into the streets. <laughs> I was. <laughs> the most detailed book they'll write ever and it's, and it's just a comment about fucking supermarkets or some shit you know you're like bro mm-hmm. you're talking about walmart you're, you're describing your life story anyway um yeah I, I do but again i do enjoy that a lot those um writing and making those videos so um yeah and and, and especially reactions man i love reactions with anything um well, you're just describing your your psyche right now yeah no shit like <laughs> We're a fucking reductionist. I, I, I love it. You, you should make a compilation of Cresson uh, imitating his uh, viewers because I love the voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean like the... Yeah, I, I've, I've, there's been comments on that. Like, I love how you... Cresson, right? Yeah. 
<laughs> people have to say like, man, do you have like, do you have like an uh, like an altered persona inside your head or something? You're like, yeah, I basically do. I have to, I have this like Ti critic voice, you know, where where I'm, my ATP shadow. Yeah, it's basically my ATP. Yeah, it's basically my ATP shadow talking. Uh, I, I mean, I've 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 visualized this where I have like characters associated to every side of my mind. So my my um, my little chase. <laughs> Yeah, so my my croissant, you know, should be croissant. That that's like my main uh, avatar or whatever. Um, then my uh, my ETP. I haven't figured out my ETP yet, like very well. Uh, I have to like look into that. Um, Let me be your ETP. <laughs> wink, wink. Uh, <laughs> My my ESFP. I for once saw my ESFP in a dream. I, I want to also talk about dreams, by the way. I think dreams are fucking cool. Um, maybe maybe actually I will um, like f animate. Maybe that's my entryway into animation. I will like animate my dreams um, or get somebody an to animate my dreams that I've transcribed from like my journals. Um, that would be pretty cool. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, fuck, what was I gonna say? Dreams. What does it say before that? Can I think? <laughs> shit. Shit. Oh yeah. So in my dreams, I saw my, I saw my, I saw my, yeah, I saw my, I saw my ESFP in my in my dream. Uh, one like, it was a orange-haired uh, girl called fuck. What is her name? Uh, something with a J. Uh, doesn't matter. But basically, uh, it was like a short orange-haired girl. Uh, also tanned for some reason and it was like really jumpy um, and uh, yeah that's the one side and I've seen my super ego which is basically like it's slow you know I've seen a movie it felt it follows mm -hmm. have you seen the movie it follows mm -hmm. oh yeah you said yes so yeah it was basically a, something like that but imagine that in a suit Kind of like mm -hmm. you know Sunderman ish, uh, yeah. That's basically my super ego, and it, 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 he's basically called uh, literally like shortened R, just, just like R with a dot. Um, and I, I thought the I thought it was pretty cool, like that the, the super ego manifestation. And it was a whole like dream about that. I'll maybe I'll talk about that at some point in the future. Um, but yeah, but I, I haven't encountered my ENTP yet. Maybe because I'm stuck in it right now, um, or I was stuck technically. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's pretty cool that I had physical manifestations in my dream, or maybe they're cognitive pro projections or something, or yeah, just projections in my dreams of my different um, That's how we do, uh, basically, I mean, Jung, Evan Beeb, uh, mm -hmm. in their books, they talk about dreams and how they, uh, they represent their functions. Even right. if they can interpret it in any way, like I remember when I read the... Uh, uh, psychological patterns by Bib. Uh, there's one point where he describes a dream and says, "Oh, that's my parents ch chasing my child function uh, because he behaves incorrectly." And then he's like, "Oh no, that's my critic chasing my tracer." <laughs> so it's really hard to tell. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was gonna say, fuck. Um. Words. I made the face reveal and I'm supposed to disappointed. Man, you look, cute. Don't man, look, you look cute as hell. <laughs> I don't look like my profile pic, I know. <laughs> <laughs> disappointed. Uh, what were we talking about before? 
Your Alzheimer. <laughs> yeah, man, my Alzheimer's kicking in. Uh, Let's talk about your several personalities. So you're a bit like in Split. You. <laughs> oh, oh, right. Yeah. Okay. I, I, now, now I remember. I'm retarded. So. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it's basically when I sometimes when I already know somebody's going to say something or I assume somebody's going to say something, you know, my ETP comes out or my TI critic and it's like, oh, croissant, but you're just a fucking blah, 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 right? Or my, uh, or my, my ESFP starts mocking somebody like, you know, and I'll do that. Or my, my super ego just becomes, you know, pissed off at somebody. I'll just my be super ego. Yeah, my super entry super ego. Even though it's like the most feminine. My Batman super ego. <laughs> my, I, I am Batman. Um, yeah, but yeah, uh, I, I was. Um, yeah, people have pointed out how, how they find that entertaining. Not, uh, I'm not trying to devalue your enjoyment of that, but I, I noticed other people said it as well. It's like, you keep, you keep going in this, like, second voice and having this dialogue with a non-existent person like are you okay <laughs> and I'm, I'm, i don't know i just automatically do it are you okay <laughs> <laughs> shut up shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> well it's 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 true though um because um yeah I, I remember especially when i talk to my sp friends i know or certain friends would say certain things or um people would say very common phrases and I would just already say the most common objection before they said yeah. it, uh, which is kind of annoying. And I do it. I do it. That's less. just yeah. That's just more direct and obvious sarcasm when you have to use a, a ridiculous voice so that people understand that you're making fun. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically, <laughs> basically, yeah. Because um, I remember, especially when I was arguing for uh, dietary stuff, right? It's like, oh, croissant, so I, like, have to eat only fan and, like, I have to f fucking uh, fill my otter clock, my arteries? It's like, well, actually, no, you know, and I'll, I'll, then I'll refute that statement uh, because I know that's the most common um, counter argument to uh, what I'm saying. So I'm already, like, um, what's the word? Uh, fuck. Oh. Uh, no, it's, shut up. It's shut up, shut up. <laughs> I'm improving. Uh, <laughs> I'll refute that statement by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm refuting that statement by. by basically, the most common uh, objection I'm refuting it before it's already made. So, and sure, that can be a little annoying, and I, that's why I do it less, because I notice I would sometimes do, do it like five times in a row, right? Uh, it's like, oh, but croissant, oh, but croissant, I'm actually, right? And I would I would describe uh, one of the objections and then people would just kind of shut up because they're like, well, I can't say anything before this guy interrupts me, so. <laughs> but that's the thing, though. I, wa I want to listen to pe people. Like, I, I, I can sound very fucking talkative and very monologue-y and, and ranty, but uh, in actuality, I want to listen to other people speak. I want to listen to people that are smarter, you know? Uh, I, th I think... You know, when people say a thing like, oh, um, I want to be like the strongest in the gym. I want to be the smartest person here. I want to be the, I don't know, I want to be the best academic. I'm like, well, sure, you, you're aiming high. I would rather say something like, oh, I want to be better, right? I want to improve in this regard. But I think it's, a, for me at least, it's a better approach to be like, oh, I want to always be, uh, at least I want to be the stupidest person, right? Or I want to be the weakest because I have the most to learn from my location and that you have something to look forward to. Like when you, you know, when you're, when you're at the top, the only thing is down, only way is down, right? That's how I look at it at least. Like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm the smartest person here. Now what? 
Like, okay, I can help these people. Okay, now what? But there's nothing to learn for me because, yeah, maybe the teaching part is fun. Sure, uh, I'm not negating that, but um, I think the teaching in between is more fun than at the top, right? Because um, you can come across just, as being arrogant. Just because you double the or so you, you can balance your identity and... You're not like if you were T dumb or FI dumb and all your life is about your identity and over. So you, you're not that competitive or thinking about uh, how you, you present yourself to, to people. Uh, I mean, that's well, the difference with, yeah, with T dumbs. Uh, I mean, I, I do compare myself to others, honestly. Um, it's more. You're still see parents. That's. Yeah. Well. True. How do I explain this? So, I I realized that being humble is always better than being, you know, arrogant. And sure, that's that sounds like such an obvious statement. Like, oh, of course, arrogance is better. Oh, thank you, Jordan Peterson. No, I'm so I'm, <laughs> I'm so smart. Well, it depends. Well, what, for life. Don't be a dick. <laughs> you know, it depends what you mean by God. <laughs> are you? Yeah, are you arrogant or are you humble? That's the real question. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, so... Life is suffering, it's <laughs> not nothing, right? Your life sucks, man. It's a, it's a bloody miracle that we still exist here. So, um, no, he, uh, he yeah, he got... We, we should make a video when we're just imitating people. <laughs> it, just imitating <laughs> random people. Just imitating yeah. Jordan Peterson and fucking, you know... And Joe Rogan and... It. Well, Joe, well, I can't do his voice, that's a problem, right? Because he's like, oh, well, you have to... You've done TNT, bro. Like I, I can't do. I, I'll just do a surfer, uh, surfer dude. Well, I, I kind of did voice acting for a little period, uh, but I wasn't really imitating people though. Um, anyway, uh, I could still do that again though. Uh, so, what was I getting into? Fuck. God damn you! Fucking you! Fucking starter types, man. You always <laughs> make me lose track of shit. <laughs> you got that charm and beauty, like oh, you sexy motherfuckers. Oh man. Uh, fuck. What was I gonna say? Shit. I hate this so much, bro. Like, I, I feel like a fucking, the, the memory of an Alzheimer patient over here, just sitting here like, oh man, fucking burning memories playing in the background. Oh fuck, but voice crack presents playing in the background. I can't fucking remember anything I say. Jesus Christ. Uh, God. Wait, let me, uh, fuck. You start talking about Peterson and no, I mean, yeah, you said you said you you don't, you don't want to sound arrogant. You want to be humble. Oh right, yeah. So being, I think being humble and depends what you mean. It depends what you mean by humble. <laughs> you know, I I've struggled with being humble a very long long time, and it's bloody hell, man. <laughs> it's <Sorry>. bloody. <laughs> you uh, slay the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm the fucking. <laughs> you know, you know I know there's this one guy who um, he record he did like a Jordan Peterson impression, but he um, he did it like in the SpongeBob um, as a subject, right? So, well, what does that mean being a, living under pineapple under the sea? <laughs> well, you find yourself as a inanimate sponge for a bath oh, fuck i can't do this like <laughs> i'm just gonna laugh uh, uh so but it was basically doing a depression anyway um yeah so being humble uh and especially when it comes to uh 
I talked about this with that ENFP girl from the start I talked about um, how I think it's a very arrogant proposition for people to be an atheist, like a full-on convinced atheist. And I kind of get, kind of got getting allergic to it, to people who are just like, "Oh, I'm a convinced atheist, bro." It's like this fucking edgy, uh, arrogant statement. Like, "Oh, I'm above everybody because I know better. I know, I know that God is a fraud. I know God is dead, even though that's not <laughs> a celebration of the death of God. If you actually read it correctly, dumbasses. Sorry, I'm supposed to. I apologize. Yeah. I'm not calling you a dumbass. Uh, that would be very arrogant. So. Oh, I need a book. <laughs> <laughs> so um I, I need to read nietzsche bro like that fucking i have every I have every book physically i haven't read anything yet um so uh yeah so in combination with, with a religious standpoint and this is like a logical argument i think for uh religion is that or spirituality is that um maintaining the position of thinking there's a greater or all-knowing force above you always uh, will always put you in a humbling position and that will always put you in a uh, more wise and more well smarter or better position if you maintain that right if you always ask the most questions if you always maintain the most open mind if you always maintain um, there's maybe something you haven't seen yet. This is my TI critic speaking here. Um, the, the more uh, developed you're going to get, the more responsible you're going to get, right? That's at least how I see it in that regard. Because, mm-hmm. um, and, and it doesn't necessarily even have to be in a, in a God setting, right? It, it has it, just having that mentality generally. And you could say, well, I don't have to believe in God to do that. But it's like, yeah, but God is kind of like the ultimate manifestation of that right it, it doesn't have to be a person it's more of the an idea above you and uh if you al- always know there's some type of entity greater than you and you're, the only thing you have to fear is that entity um because it has all the knowledge and all the power you will always stay humble in that regard w- yeah. wherever you are and that, that that's, it, that, yeah that's that's the same relationship you have uh with your parents when you're a child and until you're like i don't know 14 or 15 yeah something like that starting to to shatter and you you lose faith in god because your parents are gods to you yeah until you feel like oh but i can't do the same yeah and (laughs) And yeah then you start to break rules and you start to resent god i notice like and and believe you are god so exactly like that's what i had yeah that's what i had so you're a bit like satan (laughs) yeah and like uh, i will be god now (laughs) do you love god do you love god no. <laughs> no. Uh, so. Uh, yeah. So. Well. Yeah. That's that's a good analogy you just put. Well, for, especially for me, right? Because well, look at me all being solipsistic. Well, maybe for ETPs, like they they question their surroundings, they question God, they question their parents, then they fall from grace, and uh, then they become resentful, and. Um, Anyway, and, and, and you see, I have a theory. I have personally a theory about uh, how you develop your type. Mm. Uh, personally, I, I, I believe it's about your um, environment in your early years. But I, I think it prepares you for this time where you will need to develop a self-identity, and I don't believe you can do that if you have the same the same type as your parents. 
So you will need to have, uh, at least for the stronger uh, parent side, like maybe you can have the, the type of your mother if she's not very involved in the education process, if yeah. it's always the father is really the most leading force. But at some point you will have to oppose to your parents to develop your sense of identity. Mm -hmm. And even if you will uh, get something of your parents out of your education, it will be more likely aspirational, like your more inferior functions. Mm -hmm. And I see that very often when people have difficult relationship with their parents because it's a kind of pedagogue relationship. Right. Uh, it happens so often. Mm -hmm. It can be like a coincidence. And what? Okay, I know even like it can be um, as a rule, it can be just a miracle. I, I know, for for example, Chase, his mother is ISFJ, if I remember correctly. Uh -huh. My mother is uh, ESFJ and my father is ISTJ. Uh, same thing for my girlfriend. Her, her mother is ISFP and she's in TJ. Even yourself, you, 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 you told me stuff like that. So I feel like it's really... You're, you're basically... You're entertaining the idea that there is some type of pattern maybe within the quadra or maybe within uh, a certain there's a certain law maybe when it comes to uh, families and uh, I, I thought about this okay this is maybe a wild theory I thought about this literally that last night um, mm -hmm. maybe um, the the personality type of a person is determined by um, the part of the life the mother is in you could say well that's that's always definite but maybe okay this is kind of fucking crazy and i'm, I'm not mm -hmm. basing this on any science this is just a, an idea um maybe, that's not you crazy no, bro there's no fucking tea behind <laughs> you're a fucking idiot no um maybe um depending on uh the how do you say the egg reserve of the mother right um maybe per per if, if you have a given number of eggs as a mother right um say that mm -hmm. a certain section is reserved to what well, i don't know crusaders or maybe the majority is reserved to wayfarers you know maybe that's different mm -hmm. per mother but maybe that's already predetermined you sure you could go in about like the the fucking the seat of the father and how that's basically millions of um different uh cells but it would be weird, right? That because that, that, that goes goes into like chaos evolution and shit and like microevolution. Maybe the consistency is found within the eggs itself. So basically, the egg determines your quadra or determines your, uh, yeah, basically your quadra or your um, your your house maybe and um, how it manifests, right? So which side you pick of that house or what, what temple you pick, uh, that is determined on your environment. Right. That's just a crazy theory I have, but I don't know if that's actually uh, any substantial uh, evidence. Yeah, you know, I base my theory just on uh, over uh, files of knowledge we have on psychology or just uh, biological uh, evolution, uh, anthropology, where we know that uh, humankind needed uh, diversity in ways to, to solve things. And of course, we, we have some kind of types of uh, people we need more at some points, mm -hmm. uh, like SJs to, to do a lot of uh, routines work and this kind of, of stuff. But in a family, it's uh, kind of like a tribe, you know, that we, we need each other for different things. Mm. And so naturally, 
I don't see why we would repeat exactly what our parents are or even our sister or our brother because my brother is ESTP and my sister is uh, ISFP. So we are all different. We are almost all from a different quadra. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. But and, I, 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 what I was proposing with that is that given a certain, because, uh, you know, menstruation cycles, right? Yeah. Say... Um, say there's maybe a consistency say say you get like uh, there's a higher chance I'm just stating shit right now say there's a higher chance for you to get three wayfarers one after the other if you just get one child after the other you know what I mean like uh, I don't know if there's an actual consistency there um, but but say you get three children in three years and then you wait two years and you get totally different yeah. types right I don't know if there's an actual consistency there and there's so little data on this and another, another thing that I just thought about because you were talking about nurturing maybe that's another reason why you know the Freudian idea that we want to go back to the womb um, back to like a safe place maybe that's also a thing how uh, maybe we crave certain uh, interactions with certain I'm, I'm really going off a fucking rant here. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, personally, I, I just think we we have to bring something to the table that the tribe doesn't have. Yeah. Uh, firstly, because we can't be as good as the, the person who is already using the function and who is already uh, uh, giving us his tools. Like, for example, my ISTJ uh, father is already already using uh, his SI to provide to the family and to secure us all. So why should I care? Why should uh-huh. I take care of my own needs if someone is doing that for me? I have also my ESFJ mother who does that. So that's not my priority, but no one is doing any any so I, I, someone has to do that, and, and, and I have more time to to consider it and, and to play with that because if my parents take care of my personal needs, then I can play along with any NTI and all this kind of stuff. So I feel like it's kind of logic and normal that we evolve like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I, I I'll think about uh, I'll think about your your theory and uh, also you. my own. <laughs> <laughs> also my own because I value my own ideas and I'm so sick as fuck. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, uh, yeah. I don't know. I just had that thought. I was like, that's I- a school of that's a school of thoughts yeah. that you can have. Uh, there's a biological school of thoughts and there's a kind of sociological school of thought. Mm-hmm. But I use more because I don't believe that types born into the womb that it create it's uh, because of trauma, trauma and thing. yeah, and just learning how to believe because maybe uh, you you born into a quadra and you have your functions when you you born maybe, mm-hmm. but you really can't tell what you will be yeah uh, depending on just your life experiences. Yeah, that's that's a thing I um, really struggle with, and I don't know personally, but in an intellectual way, in the regard of I, I hate using the word intellectual, but whatever. Um, like like what you're now talking about, I, I my, in my mind, I'm kind of uh, in a battle with ideas from uh, Jean Piaget uh, co- compared to you know this type of stuff because th- th- this. I'm I'm thinking like uh, constants and like variables, right? Where it's like, okay, you have certain constants that are observed within psychology or sociology or philosophy or whatever the fuck um, within people. 
and they're saying like, okay, well, at, at this age, a child will recognize um, object permanence or shit like that, even though I question if I sometimes have uh, object permanence, but that's besides the point. Um, so, and, and then you have also this stuff where I'm like, okay, so there are certain constants with like object permanence and what Jean Piaget uh, uh, observed. And then you also have uh, this type of stuff, which is very variable, right? It's saying, okay, your environment really uh, influences your, uh, your well, you're, you're proposing maybe your type, right? So in my mind, I'm going like, okay, is this predetermined? You know, like, the, is this a constant, like, uh, like a Jean Piaget idea? Or is this a Piagetian idea? Or is this uh, a variable thing, you know? Is this, uh, what you're saying, is this just the environment, and uh, given that environment, you still have those constants, like a, those Piagetian constants, uh, but those variables are like infinite possibilities, right? Uh, that, that's always what I'm struggling with when it comes to this science. It's, it's, it's kind of the same with other things, though, and it's just my TI critic. Uh, well, yeah. you know already, because there I'm using one of your IDs, and it's also one of the, schools, one of the IDs of all schools of life that you use uh, for the four sides of the mind, is that you said that all your life you were forced to go into one side of your mind. So already from this point of view, you tell that your environment forces you to behave a certain way and so to adapt to type. Mm. So you know it's not the real you, but you're still forced to do it. Mm. So just imagine at a more um, early level of development when you're a baby and then a child, mm -hmm. you don't have a sense of self. Right. Because you don't have enough past experience and well, you're so literally, you just, well, you're, yeah, you have no concept of consciousness until you're free. So. Yeah, not not really. So you, you're just going into something and then you decide that it becomes you. And right. depending on uh, what society tells you afterward, you will say either they force me to be something else or they ask, accept who I am. Right. But who you are is just what you used to be yeah. a few years ago. <laughs> That's an interesting phenomenon, though, where... Yeah, I'm going in like a spiritual road again because that's, that's the first thing I thought about. Where like, okay, do you choose that or is that anointed to you, right? So is is there some higher power or whatever? Like you're you're free or whatever, and some some entity is looking down on you. Like, okay, you're doing these things. You have these environments. I I grant you uh, this type. I grant you uh, this blah blah blah, right? Like that's that goes in my mind. That's just a theological argument. Um, the another thing could be. Like you're saying that okay, within a certain environment, you pick something. But then, in my mind, I'm going like, okay, but do you like really pick it, or is it just you act a certain way and that gets stronger over time, right? As as you said, there's several variables that will decide uh, why you picked this. And, and and what I said is that your and family environments will uh, give you let's say predispositions to choose something like again imagine that you're a poor child that your parents are mean to you i don't know what and you have to take care of your family mm -hmm. well maybe you will develop a higher sense of fe or si mm -hmm. because you have to take care of them before yourself right because they refuse you with uh maybe, loving caring yeah, and maybe kind of maybe stuff. that goes into what i was saying earlier about like you know uh, the, the time period that you were born in because uh, say your close siblings or uh, something like that are 
uh, very similar type, but then like uh, the further you get away from your time period, basically, the, the more the types diverge. You know what I mean? Where, mm. um, how do you explain this? Say you have an ISFJ uh, sister and an ESFJ brother, and then you have like an INFJ, uh, and then you have, I don't know, something very pragmatic, like an ETJ or so, something like that, right? Um, mm-hmm. Like the divergence from ESFJ to ETJ is pretty big. And maybe given that environment, maybe that environment with the ESFJ and ISFJ was very similar. Therefore, uh, there was a higher, procl- uh, a higher chance for those types to manifest because that environment uh, bred those, like you said, like say that that bred more SI or more FE, but say uh, between those two, the sister and the brother, uh, that period after you, like you, you said poor, maybe you got really rich. Therefore, you could express more um, artistically. Maybe your SC got um, triggered more. Uh, that could be uh, m- maybe. I don't know. I, I have to read up on this more. But it's a cool theory. I'm, I'm gonna not, yeah, not gonna lie, bro. Because you see, we, we spend most of our time, especially in our early years, we spend most of our time with our family, mm-hmm. and so siblings, sister, brothers, and parents. And so, to me, that's really the core of the. The, the first uh, idea and consciousness of self that we develop is with them. And I feel like naturally uh, speaking by biology and by uh, just rational thinking, the identity and the self will develop upon the needs of the family. Right. So for example, if you are uh, if you have an FE dominant uh, mother, uh, you will develop FI because you see that she is she wants a fight, so mm-hmm. you need to develop it because there is something to do here. You won't develop FE too because there's no use for that here. Right. In, in this in this place. So how how naturally it is that I became ENTP uh, and that all my uh, siblings, so my sister and my brother, are all uh, they are both uh, SPs and I'm uh, NTP. Yeah. So. And my, and my parents are SJs, so uh, they are the order, we are the chaos. Mm-hmm. Well, m- 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I was too, too much sensory in my family, so mm-hmm. they made an intuitive on the last one. Yeah, well, you know, a thing like type is, is, is a little more, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to compare, uh, again, compared to constant variables in the sense that, you know, a thing like gender, that's just, you know, Okay, you have a, it's just it's just your chromosomes, right? But then then I think okay, but what actually determines that? And is that the same? I know that gender and and type are totally different uh, to some regard, but um, it's still a constant and variable thing. Where I'm like, okay, is this um, variably decided? Uh, oh, sorry, is this is this just variable, uh, or is this like a constant, right? In the sense that uh, there's a higher chance for you being a female, or there's a higher chance for you to being a certain type. I know I, I'm taking the neutral uh, argument in yeah, consideration, yeah. but um, also I'm thinking like, okay, but what if it's just random? It's just like you know, I, I don't want to say it's just pure random, uh, but there there should be. Uh, certain environmental constants because I'm, I'm looking for more constants right because I, I, my TI critic is satisfied and I can finally rest for once right instead of like being this <laughs> constant like fuck oh shit mm-hmm. this is actually true this is actually true um, yeah th- th- that's what I'm trying to get at like what are the actual true falses here because I, well, I can uh, yeah I, I think I read an article somewhere I don't remember remember if it was about uh, Chase community where they say that um, same functions uh, when they interact with each other, create competition. 
Right. And so I don't see how you can have a functioning family or tribe or anything with everyone competing with for the same role and, and the same identity and the same purpose in the group. Mm-hmm. So that's why I, I feel like we just trying to uh, create uh, an identity to not step on each other's toes that do the same job because if you have to uh, even ISFJ and ISTJ in the same house they will just both competing for their self uh, security or their self comfort and it, it will be madness <laughs> so at any level I, I think it's really natural that uh, types generate like this so that we have a diverse uh, society yeah. And that families can be functional. Hmm. Would you... Okay, this is this is an idea in my head. Like, would you say that um, the larger the family, the more the uh, types will even out? Because if, if the more people you have, right, the... the hmm, or maybe that's just a... Well, I'll also first ask a question. So yeah, even, even if you had the same type, uh, I'm pretty sure people would be self-focused or shadow-focused uh, because of that. Like if I was with another ENTP, uh, I would probably be more like, uh, oh my God, I hate this guy because he's trying to be goofy all the time. <laughs> and so I'd be my, my dad Sasuke, like, no, I, I think more, I'm more intelligent than you. I'm not kind of... I slay the dragon! Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, when you don't slay the dragon, the ENCP will eat you alive, man! It's bloody hell when you can't give, gain XP in Dark Souls. <laughs> Sorry. So, um... Yeah, because I, I was thinking, like, well, the, the, the data now suggests that um, certain types are rarer, right? Like, INFJs and ITJs are really rare. Or what other types? ENTJs. ENTJs? Oh yeah, ENTJs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. ENTJs are, are the rarest types. Yeah, for ENTJ females, I think, are the rarest. Yeah. One of the rarest. Like, oh, they're all evening out at like point point zero something like that. Yeah, point zero something like that. Um, but I, I would think like, okay, would that mean, going with your theory, um, would that mean that certain, those environments that breed those types are very rare at this point at least right because you know you got to look at also historically right because mm-hmm. because we're just looking at our western uh culture uh and also like we have to look at it globally and over time because uh we're saying now you know infjs are really rare ETJs are really rare but maybe fucking 200 years ago they were like in abundance right and they bred certain societies possibly um sure um you could also argue that well sjs always remain just as females remain because you know, guys die in war and shit like that. So the SJs are like the backbone of society. So therefore, they are they have a higher proclivity, and maybe certain epigenetics get activated more, or maybe certain DNA uh, or chromosomes uh, are more have a higher proclivity of uh, birthing an SJ. I'm just I'm just stating shit right now. Um, but but maybe at a certain type, uh, at a certain mm-hmm. point in time, there was a way higher proclivity of those uh, types to exist. Um, say there was more faith in um, in I don't know, you know, faith in uh, medieval times, even though it wasn't all religion. But um, 
know, as people always like to argue, um, but maybe maybe there were more ETPs at the time. Maybe there were more INFJs. At the, you know, I'm just I'm I'm just stating that in the sense that uh, we're looking only that at, at our current time. Yeah, and, and a, a lot of people believe that uh, because uh, at some point uh, humans weren't uh, how we say it. Uh, sedimentaries like we, we hadn't uh cities we weren't into villages we we oh, were mean just, like uh, uh, you mean like tribes just like uh, yeah just like tribes travelings uh and so that's when uh, religion and and every cultural things uh came in so that we set up at some points yeah, and that's only then that uh, intuitive, intuitive types start to decrease because we needed uh, more uh, SI types, right. SJ types to um, take care of uh, what the NT and NF types uh, built up mm. uh, before. Mm. So that, that's a, that's a theory about uh, you know evolution and how intuitive. Uh, yeah. kind of disappeared but i can't ex explain you why there's less uh in intuitive now i just think they're less useful yeah well, uh, yeah that's in, that, in numbers yeah I've, I've heard that argument as well that well ultimately you need sjs for a societal function ultimately you need S sps you know in in broad terms sjs are like very feminine yeah. stay stay at the tri you know at the tribe uh, fireplace basically uh and and the sps go out hunting uh, and you don't need you don't really have room for an ATP to philosophize well you know you should be out hunting uh, so to speak so um therefore there's a high proclivity for those uh people to exist because they're more needed you know uh because you can't you can't have uh imagine just imagine if you had a uh, 30 percent population of entp intp who just hate reality <laughs> and they're just they're just depressed and like try to make a fire <laughs> try to make a fire but actually make a yeah, just, we can make a lighter full of bomb <laughs> explodes hundreds of Jordan peterson who tell you to slay the dragon yeah, <laughs> yeah man we, we gotta kill those mammoths they're really they're really uh getting on my nerves man yeah. <laughs> but, but, but not me because because they're just made of fire you know? I, i'm here to give you emotional support and if i if i <laughs> Just, just very much my personality test. Okay, it's a big fire. I didn't say. I tell you well, what. Well, you're. Well, you're way more conscientious than I am. So, <laughs> therefore, um, I'm high in openness. If I see a mammoth or a saber tooth, I'm gonna break down crying, man. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I, I, I always lose it because I'm gonna start laughing myself. So. <laughs> yeah. That's Fuck it, Jordan Peterson video incoming. Jordan <laughs> Peterson fans. Jordan Peterson hey, tells me. Hey, Peterson is a really nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, who, oh, is, so who nice. is Jordan Peterson, really? <laughs> <laughs> is he an MJ because he cries all the time, this little bitch? <laughs> You know, I, I just had an idea pop in my head. We should just do an episode once in full French and just everybody's fucking confused. It's just, yeah. <laughs> it would be funny. I still have to still have to get fluent at French though. I mean, I don't know what my level is. Uh, I mean, I haven't really talked with you in a voice call in French fully. I mean, I've I've said some phrases, um, but I don't know. Maybe I should try uh, record. Maybe maybe that's a cool challenge. Maybe I should try uh, recording yeah. my like verbal. 
progress with um, mm -hmm. yeah with French and see how how hard I will fail and then <laughs> you can laugh at my shitty pronunciation you know <laughs> no problem okay cool man uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so do you like my theory do I yeah I like theory. it a lot man I think it's cool theory I, I like I said I always like listening to TI more than actually listening but to it, it, it's not it's not very developed like uh, I don't like when people develop uh, kind of bullshit theory when they tell you specifically yeah you have to become uh, subconscious focus and like, I can't tell you exactly what people will be but I know they will be different enough from their parents to bring diversity in the community. Mm -hmm. It's not like I will tell you, yeah, they will be the shadow of your parents or they will be the sub of your parents. Mm -hmm. I, I well, it would uh, be cool, right? I, I'm just yeah. saying. I mean, that would also be terrifying because uh, that's just my any going off there because I ultimately think like, oh, okay, we can... Uh, if you do a DNA test of your father or your mother, and we can determine their type based on, I'm just saying shit, like their, their, their uh, yeah, just their DNA or chromosomes. Um, we can uh, determine their type and the, the your, um, your, their children's type given a certain time period. Therefore, we can um, select certain types to exist or not. Um, which will like yeah but you know it, it's something we already know because every story about a child about a child about children with their parents is like yeah i'm not like you daddy I, i'm an adult now and I, i'm a different person <laughs> <laughs> i am separate from everybody um yeah well, well i mean that's a puberty thing right but i'm more like saying yeah. when when a government institute this is my fucking right-wing shit going off here um when a government institute um decides which people can exist or which ratios i mean we're seeing mm -hmm. that already right now right with oh well, we have to have to have a certain ratio of blacks or whites or whatever the fuck like they're like oh okay we need about a 30 percent ratio of sjs about a 20 percent uh, uh ratio of nj you know shit like that um i i don't like that you know i i, I mean i hate dystopias um, I mean, I love them and I hate them. I, I love to read about them and, and to look into it. I mean, look at Blam, right? Um, but I hate, of course, you would hate living in it, right? All these motherfuckers being like, oh man, I want to live in a utopia. Fuck that shit. You know how hard that will feel? You know, I'm not saying don't strive for it. <laughs> concept of an utopia. <laughs> yeah, well, uto utopia always... I'm not trying to sound annoying, but it's like basically horseshoe theory. Babel is probably laughing right now when he heard that. It's basically horseshoe theory because a dystopia and a utopia loop back to the same thing. Um, no, it's like... that. How it, that's how it feels for me, right? Because... The, the utopia is just more clean and, and sounds nice, whereas the dystopia is more realistic and, and sounds bad but the both are bad okay so um i don't think utopia is a, is a state it's it's more uh, what well, is just my movement types uh movement brain speaking it's like it's more of a progress i mean connie i talked about it pretty cool in a cool way where he talked about he said utopia as well but he was he was more saying like oh we, we should make everything free and and and, and edgeless and or cornerless and um yeah, he was just about refining everything. Sure, I'm, I, I'm just gushing about Kanye because I think he's cool. Um, yeah, these people don't think about the price. Like, there's all the price, but what price to pay? Oh, well, he... 
he was he was gonna make a lot of things self-sustaining and shit like that but i, I like kanye mayor more of a time but sure uh that's a whole other argument is, is kanye actually okay. a good leader uh would i vote on kanye if i lived in the u.s probably <laughs> um I wouldn't mind Kanye as a president, and people are gonna probably be like, "Oh, well, he's not in a political background." Blah blah blah. I don't fucking care. <laughs> do, you, do you think I give a single shit about somebody's political background? If they can do it, they can do it. I want, I want kings, bro. I want real kings. I want yeah. actual people. I want that ben are Shapiro. Yeah, I want Ben Shapiro as president, and then he's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna enforce his Jewish Zionist yeah. ideas, and everybody's gonna get pissed off. I mean, nobody's yeah. gonna get pissed off because if you get angry at a Jew, you know, your your channel gets deleted. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you that, that there's no girls in boys goods because it's the main of boys goods. <laughs> <laughs> Where does it say you can't be a, gr a girl in the Boy Scouts in the name Boy Scouts? <laughs> Thank you, Ben Shapiro. Flawless logic. Yeah. Man, fantastic. <clears throat> I mean, I prefer my theory than just Chase saying that you can tell which type you are in the womb. Like, yeah, man. I mean, sure. I mean, maybe, right? I, I'm, I'm considering both. Um, I'm I'm more thinking. I'm thinking. Do you know the consequences of such uh, thinking? Like you have no fucking free will. <laughs> What's it going to be? <laughs> the way you said that. You have no fucking free will, bro. Um, okay. Um, no. Uh, like nice and French idea, existentialism. You know. Um, no. Uh, I mean, I don't know. That's 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 what I'm more trying to get. I'm I'm considering both. I'm yeah. trying to be open-minded, right? Uh, I, I I can see how both can be flawed. Uh, I haven't I haven't got the reasoning yet, but um, if, you, if you can tell to the mother that she's having an INFP, just a boss already. <laughs> <laughs> well, on the other side, that would be pretty cool, right? It's kind of like same as uh, birth conception into or uh, sorry, yeah. Uh, it's like oh you do you do echo and it's like oh it's a boy it's like okay, cool like i already know yeah, that before it was born. oh fuck oh fuck uh, <laughs> no, um maybe we should consider an abortion again <laughs> <laughs> babe i'm nine months in yeah, i know but like come on like <laughs> there's always time <laughs> um so you didn't have free rights yet <laughs> I don't want to write her in the family. I want like a fucking entrepreneur, bro. Give me an ETJ. Oh yeah, sure, sure, um, man. We can we can change his uh, DNA right now. I would have bought an ESTP even more. Huh? <laughs> I would have bought the ESTP even more. How do you mean? He will fucking rule you when he's nine years old. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah. Anyway, uh, I like the theory. I think it's cool, and and that's why I wanna. I, I, I'm. I mean, I sh should I state my intentions? I let me, let me put it this way. Uh, I want to get more input from different quote-unquote experts. Because uh, is, is anyone an expert? Question mark. TI Trickster. Um, on, uh, on on different perspectives on what... What do you mean by experts? Well, what do you mean by experts? <laughs> I, I don't know if I can use my TI really, man. Um, yeah, so... Uh, I'm gonna get some more people. I'm gonna ask more, ask around for more people to give their input because I want to get a full picture, bro. And I know if, I don't know if I can get a full picture on this because it's so goddamn complex. Um, but I'm hoping to actually 
fucking mm-hmm. you know get some semblance because for me it, it feels like you know creating a greater toolbar when I'm, I'm i'm learning about this stuff like this this already is like one of the greatest tools i have because i can just um in theory i can just manipulate whatever whoever i want and if you add social engineering with that if you add relationship dynamics if you're at younger sexuality it's like well what is the, mo- the most important thing in life basically right it's 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 human relations um in in some yeah it's basically communicate well the thing you do the most is probably communicating with other humans like i don't know how anyone can survive just being on their own uh, but if you're not communicating mm-hmm. with humans like online you're communicating with humans uh, in a game or whatever or in a movie you're watching you a thing that's made by humans you're always watching things yeah. that are created by or a result of humans or you're t- transmuting new ideas with humans so you can't you can't really unless you're like fully in nature from separated from everybody right but even then it's like well you're surrounded by life beings i don't think anyone yeah. you know, uh, hopefully most people aren't pragmatic like <laughs> like it's a fucking uh, good news if everyone was pragmatic fucking utopia i can tell you yeah man if the world was pragmatic it would be a better place only there will be no social Probably. cohesion <laughs> <laughs> it would be a better place un- un- unless you, you're already dead because <laughs> you, <laughs> unless you're already murdered by an etj you didn't give a fuck about you <laughs> i mean yeah i mean are there any pragmatic societies right now i'm thinking about it no you can, i mean you can really have a pragmatic society because maybe maybe usa because i mean they can be more pragmatic than yeah they have pragmatic it's, it's gonna be they're pragmatic they're just enough pragmatic so that if you get shot or something they look at if you have an insurance how they look you back this is the street uh <laughs> So, uh, sorry, bro. You don't have uh, $20,000. Credit card to clients gets thrown out of a <laughs> fucking ambulance. <laughs> just, just trying to preserve my personal interest as uh, the emergency, <laughs> emergency worker. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I think this, it has pragmatic elements. I think if a society wants to be truly pragmatic, um, it kind of has to go almost like anarchy route right or very extreme libertarian libertarian uh, and i'm, I'm sure I'm, I'm stating this now on a political compass which is flawed in, to begin with um <laughs> refer to the yeah, yeah. you know pragmatic can be uh can can stand for an authority who just gives uh the priority to the individuality and who does everything to keep that mm. so that there is no help from anywhere and that you can't uh, create another authority will uh, be affiliative because if there is already a government who tells you uh, how life should be you can't just create another one and be like okay <laughs> we'll be affiliative even if there's someone elsewhere that doesn't want it mm. because it's against their interests right I mean, at this point, we're, we're kind of, I, in my mind, I'm just like, we're describing anarcho-capitalist or some shit where it's like, okay, we have no central government. We just have a certain system in place that keeps us like in, in common interests, but we're not really mm-hmm. actually giving a shit about you. So yeah, I mean, that's that's part of the reason why I'm kind of attracted to, you know, those type of, type of ideas, not, not necessarily anarcho-capitalism, but I, I'd rather have anarchy than fucking 
where people fend for themselves to where it then where it's just this one big uh uh global I, I don't like globalism man i don't like this oh we should we should be singularity and all that bullshit i'm like fuck that you know <laughs> people are i saw this meme about like oh man people people and being anti-civ and uh returning to uh farming and shit motherfucker we've been running that for ten thousand years but i'm like yeah and see how what it, what it has brought right fucking depression <laughs> gmos uh, <laughs> Huh? Actually, it was a whole medieval uh, time where we we, we spent our time uh, with farms and all this kind of stuff. It destroys uh, the the ground and it gave to every farmers, of course, a lot of uh, physical disease and even all kind of plagues that we had at this time are because of the use we had of uh, the lands. So I should find it later, but I found a kind of documentary about this. But we think, we naturally think that farms and agriculture was a good thing, but it was really, really a bad thing for humanity overall and killed a lot of people. Mm. Well, I mean, this goes into the argument of like fucking bread and shit. Like people think like, oh man, agriculture is real good because we got like bread and bread is a good nutrient source. No, it's fucking not. You know what is a good nutrient source? Uh, sorry, source. Uh, meat. Just eat meat. And and we have been doing that for years. Like I was surprised when I was reading the Bible, right? How many times they reference uh, like meat. Like, give uh, what is it? Fetch me my loins and shit, right? Whenever somebody's dying, they're, they're like, give me some fucking lamb, bro. It's like, hmm, maybe lamb is kind of good for you to eat. <laughs> I think it's funny how, because, you know, they're like really old texts um, and, they're, and they're about people's lives. And they're not a lot of texts that are that old, like the Bible. Um, and I think it's um, a remarkable thingy where um, meat is always basically one of the first choices to eat. I mean, sure, you could argue that all oh, with Moses and they were eating this coriander powder bread yeah, or some yeah, shit, yeah. But, that, but they were starving at that time and there were like no fucking, they were not breeding goats because they were walking through the desert for X amount of years. Um, mm -hmm. Anyway, that's, that's no water rant. Uh, yeah, but now we're, we're at a time in humankind that was never experienced where there is no war and we start to lose resources because we're we're way too many uh -huh. to reproduce and not enough people dying <laughs> <laughs> well so it's it's it's, it's, fu it's funny right i don't want to sound nihilistic with this I statement dying. <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to sound nihilistic with this statement but um if if people are not being killed they are killing themselves right at least that's what's happening now. Like, if, if the if the if the majority isn't being killed by some war or some famine, uh, we will just do it out of boredom by ourselves. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. it's, sure, you could say it in another way. Like Jordan Peterson says, like, well, people will just whack something with a hammer from time to time if if they get bored. And I want just to see what happens. And that's true. Um, I, uh, you know, I, I mean, I say I, but I think a lot of people, if they just get bored, they'll just start knocking shit over. Like, say your whole, you know, clean your room type shit. Uh, say your whole room is clean, right? You'll find something that will disturb it again. Cause go clean your room. Go clean your room, man. Um, but if you don't, if you, not mine. <laughs> but if you don't, uh, if you, um, 
Yeah, like it's 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 uh, the idea with Raskolnikov, right, in uh, Crime Punishment, or not a Crime Punishment. It's it's more of a <coughs> Dostoevsky, uh, Dostoevsky, Dostoevsky. Is that a word? I don't know. Um, idea of uh, you 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 will create chaos if it's if there's too much order, if there's too much boredom, you'll just do anything to to you basically create more anima energy, I suppose. Um, you know, and it's I think it's ingrained into everybody. Um, I mean, sexual energy is an anima force, I would say, right? Maybe you could say it's an animus force because it's you know masculine in your if you're a guy, uh, but it's it's a chaotic energy, right? Like I think sex, sex and the sexual energy, it's pretty fucking chaotic. Like you don't know really know where it's gonna go, and if and that's the thing when 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 sex gets too orderly, it gets bad. <laughs> so maybe that's a sign, you know. <laughs> Yeah. If it's just routine. The way is the kind of balance and fight between uh, order and chaos and, and different energy. Uh-huh. And you can't cheat on that. Like you can't produce an uh, infinite amount of uh, resources without consequences because uh-huh. uh, it has some consequences. Even if you can't uh, see them directly, like for example, the, the farms with uh, breeding of pigs of mm-hmm. cows and all these things, we never thought that it would uh, create thousand years, uh, maybe centuries later, uh, higher probability than uh, disease that could never touch humans mm-hmm. will suddenly be able to touch humans thanks to being close to cows and pigs mm-hmm. that can take this disease and transmit them to us. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, And create a plague worldwide that we can't stop. Yeah, right. Um, well, there's, for me, one of the biggest annoyances, right, is, is uh, right now, is that it's not like we can't determine that things give us diseases or um, that we can't uh, see the scientific evidence behind something or even uh, outside scientific, like the logical reasons or the philosophical whatever uh, reasons. It's not like we can't see that. Um, it's just that that information gets repressed or censored that annoys me. It's like there, there was, you know, like, well, insert all the government lies we've been told. I hate that so much. That's like one of my bane of my existence. Like, I fucking hate that so goddamn much. Like, okay, you knew this was killing people. You knew this was like ruining your society, which is the thing you're supposed to save, the thing you're supposed to be standing for. But you, you, you looked at it from an economic perspective, right? And you were just like, fuck it. Uh, let's do it anyway. And like fucking innocent people died because of that. And um, here you are just being like, oh, so we're sorry, we'll do another bailout. It's like, fuck you. Like, I hate that so much, man. And it's just, mm-hmm. uh, it's just my, my fucking super ego gets riled up about that shit. Um, yeah, but anyway, uh, move on before I like a real pissy. <laughs> yeah, we're talking for a while now. Oh, are we? Oh, then three, three hours, three so- hours and a half. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Um, well, uh, I guess I'll, we'll, we'll finish on the topic. You got, a, you got a final topic you want to talk about? Otherwise, I'll just, uh, you know. Uh, I, I think it's enough of this time. This is enough? Okay, cool. Well, I want to thank everybody for watching. Uh, this was a cool episode with that again. Uh, I hope mm-hmm, to speak yeah. to you again in the future because it was dope. Um, 
like I said before, I would love it if you uh, would leave some feedback. And uh, if you skip to this part in the video, because like timestamps, oh, hi, uh, maybe you should watch the other parts. <laughs> yeah. uh, check out the Do other. Remember to slay the dragon. Slay, slay the dragon, man. Um, uh, yeah, uh, go watch the previous episode for, you know, references. I'll leave whatever <laughs> yeah well, well I, i'll leave whatever we talked about in this video in the description as well go check that out you know i'm probably jrag and people like that um anyway uh this has been uh just croissant uh with croissant hours uh with my lovely guest uh nat official and uh i'll see you in the next one bye 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 fuck bitches get money